Hello everyone and welcome to the Lightbringers podcast. A very sombre, sombre podcast where no one is going to stop me from talking today. Um, Twitch.tv slash Uni for the Lightbringers podcast episode 12 maybe. Um, and we have some guests that have returned. Uh, and some guests that have never left and have been here for the last two weeks. Um... It's very nice to see you all and hear you. Uh, because no one else can right now. That's great, isn't it? Thanks. <laughs> I can hear you now. Why am I like zoomed in 100% on my camera here? What's going on? What, well, on the really stream? Close, up close and personal with you. So I can see you. Yeah, but just reduce. There's people have seen enough. I, they're like, they're like, little closer. What are you talking about? Okay, no, oh, we're all the same now. We're all equal. We're kind of zoomed in on everyone. Yeah, and we definitely have not seen enough because you have been away for a long, 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 long time, boots. This and we need true. to see as much of you as possible. So, okay, thank you, thank you. Oh. <laughs> turn you lot up a little bit. Or turn us down and just make sure yeah. we can't ruin the podcast. Yeah, yeah turn one's... us down, zoom me out. <laughs> Let's just stay very far away from, just like we'll yell across the chasm for this podcast. I think it's a... That's fun. That's Let's all meet at the Grand Canyon and do a podcast, but we're on the other sides. So we have to yell and it mm -hmm. echoes. So there is like a delay, but it's not internet delay. It's real world delay. Is that actually thing like, can you actually hear if you yell on one side of the Grand Canyon to the other side? I mean, I'm just built different. So my lungs and vocal cords probably... I think you can, but I don't know if it'll echo because if you're both on top of the canyon... I don't like... think that's a real thing, Rick, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, think about how cool that would be, though, if we all made a pact and then we, like, all got into our cars and we drove to the Grand Canyon and then we did that and we recorded ourselves. I got excited for a second. I'm sorry. We should do that. Like, we should do that. Like, can we... Okay, well, we'll get a... We'll get... What we'll do is we'll get an... A helicopter to fly above the Grand Canyon with a dangling a microphone halfway. Okay, I love in it. the Good. canyon. Two of us on one side of the canyon, two of us on the other side of the canyon, yelling at the microphone in the middle of the canyon. Great, because I know a guy. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm ready. I'll pack up. I'm gonna be there. Me too. This is next week. <laughs> yeah, like next week. You think? Probably. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. I'm done. I like how Jebro has just uh, left his body and is just smiling, staring into nowhere. Like, Jebro why did I do a association? He's just yeah, like, oh, he's yeah. like... Oh, yeah. I know it, I know it very well. <laughs> cool. So, are we doing like <laughs> some sort of podcast today? Why am I What's... here? Someone help me. Jebro hasn't told us what we're doing today. We are here to talk about Guild Wars. Say hello as well and talk about each other. That's fine. That's okay. I don't mind. We get random intros. Always lovely and great and amazing. Um, yeah, we haven't been for two weeks. It's been a bit. I literally graduated last weekend, so that's why we weren't here. Congratulations. Uh, amazing. It's a fake graduation, though, because I've still got one more quarter left. <laughs> You but totally tricked me on Twitter. You were oh, like, I'm graduating. Yeah, and I was like, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. And I love you. And everything you do is amazing. And Jepper was like, well, I do technically have one more semester. <laughs> yeah, I was it's like, weird. I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. It's the weirdest have, thing. It's I have a question. Seven. I have a questions. question for you. One question, yeah. 
You only allowed uh, one, so the entire podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh shit! I just asked a question. Fuck. Um, <laughs> wow, you just asked right. first. Well, 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 it looks you like would... we're gonna have to shut up now. Yeah, you would lose in like <laughs> yeah. um, magic fey or dragon situation where you had like one riddle kind of thing. You would lose in that situation, boots. I but would. you got to work on this. I you need to. You should have favorite color. Uh, I have it not. My question is this. Um, on a lot of podcasts I listen to, uh, no. specifically yes. Comedy Bang Bang, uh-huh. Great comedy there bang is hmm. yeah, it's a good What's podcast. That one about? Uh, it is. It's like an improv. <laughs> People come anyway. It's comedy, yeah, sure, of comedy. course. It's. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is. It's in the there name, is, right? Bang Bang. Uh, on the commercials, <laughs> on the commercials, one of the commercials is for something called Better Help. Dot com. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 I have a question about that. Is that something you'd consider doing, or is it a scam? Oh, that's a, that's a big question for the start of the podcast, actually. Um, yeah. Okay, so I will I will give some information about BetterHelp because I think that's actually something which is important nowadays. Uh, I I think that is a good thing. So BetterHelp, like any online uh, telehealth therapy, which is specifically based online, where you do not interact with a receptionist, you do not interact with necessarily a person before you even get seen, is very... is hit or miss. Like, it's going to be a different experience for everyone. I was, just full, full disclosure, I was sponsored by BetterHelp for, like, six months, um, ages ago, as a therapist. They had good reputation. I was, they were advocated for by professors, by program peeps, but they also weren't massively sure about them either. But even though I kind of spoke to them and made sure it was okay that I did this kind of thing um, as like a future counselor. I know many people who have had amazing experiences. I know many people who have had very, very crap experiences. Mm, Okay, so it's kind of a grab bag. Well, that is also counseling in general. Yeah, right, that's so, a good point. That's a good point. Because not everybody, like you, a lot of people go yeah. through a bunch of different counselors before finding the one mm-hmm. that is for them. Anyway, and that doesn't mean that that does not mean that the counselor is bad. That does not mean the service is necessarily bad. That means the person had a bad experience and they have related that to future people, which you know is not is not the best. Like if you if I, w- I would say if you're ever trying to find a mental health counselor, like I will have clients who will not like me in the future. That is just people. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you can choose your counselor. Like, if you don't like your counselor, like maybe like you, if what do the work around that. And if you just don't straight right. up don't like them, don't like they like, don't spend that time with them. That's your money. For sure. Um, for sure. And also like I, sure. the way I understand it also like some counselors like will specialize in a type of therapy, specialize in a t- like a yeah. method mm-hmm. of and mm-hmm. and that method might just not work for some people, right? So yeah. yeah. So I guess yeah. Yeah. It's very it's, different. It's... You can go from uh, all of all the way from the past, from when you were born, and talk about attachment theory, which is very much about you know like early relationships with parents and those being transferred into the the present and how you act and feel around people. Or you can have very very in the now present future, like even future therapy, where you don't talk about the past whatsoever and you just talk about your behavior and you adjust behavior to adjust your feelings around relationships, mm-hmm. people. Uh, feelings etc so there's very very different things out there's also like edmr uh, which is like um i i don't know all everything about it because i'm still learning but there's like 
loads of different behavioral stuff which is really really interesting i use a lot of video games in my therapy now i started to do that um as well as like people use art i've done some drama therapy as well recently which is very interesting um yeah there's, there's loads of stuff and it really depends like do you want to be in person do you want to be like there's mm-hmm. the different energy in the room there's there's loads of different if, you, if anyone has any uh, questions in chat i would love to answer them honestly but we're gonna talk about guild wars too but i love talking about this kind of stuff obviously and there probably will be like a the therapy question. yeah no seriously and like on the side if anyone has any questions about therapy like getting into it i would gladly my dms are open on discord like i will i will not give you therapy but i will answer very vague random questions about therapy i'm i'm happy to do that i'm happy to advocate for therapy as i know everyone is here what about specific ways. random questions <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not going to be anyone's therapist. <laughs> That's not no, very no, no, I mean, like, about BetterHelp. So with BetterHelp in particular, if you have a bad experience, can you switch to something? Is it, is it, is yeah. it easy to you change? Can. Okay. All right, well, That's I mean, you, I know you can. I have not done it. So, and also, I know mm-hmm. people that have had bad experiences. And also, it's very, very tech-based. So if you're not tech-savvy, if it's, if, like, I'm not talking about mm. if, it's, if it's you. If you're not that, that very tech-savvy, that could be a problem. And, and also you can the good thing about telehealth is you can with them is you can do just text based only or you can do camera you can do phone you can do whatever but it doesn't what happens you. if you go on better help for a uh, a addiction to app like iphone stuff like what <laughs> I'd, find if... a, I'd find probably a specialist in your Gosh. area for that kind of stuff if you're like there, there are people that do that work there are people that yeah, do yeah. that work and it's more about it would probably wouldn't even be more about the it, it would really depend on who you saw so you could see someone who was um a counselor based on like tech addiction and or internet addiction therapy um, but then you're dealing with more of an addiction rather than just yeah, the tech. And probably you shouldn't be using the internet to cure the internet addiction. There is an argument for that, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, we, and this is the problem now nowadays as well, and, and parents with their kids. That is the thing is is that the future and not understanding technology, and a lot of parents put their kids into therapy because they think they're addicted to technology. The way the world is nowadays in 2022 is very different to the way the generation and not even boomer i'm talking about millennial i'm talking about even like you know generation below starting to get to that point now technology is the future if your kid is spending a lot of time on a on a ipad on a on the internet or anything else monitor them make sure they're safe for sure but like they're interacting with people the likelihood is is that they're probably interacting in communities that they've chosen to interact with they're probably in places which are safe most of the time because kids are smarter than you think um you have to give them a certain amount of trust but like addiction to you have to be very careful addiction to things like that because kids have to learn this stuff because it's more in their future than it is in ours our future is dwindling away theirs is wow, you know that's... very bright and very you know very present and and it's important that they know this stuff but there is t- that there was is... dark man <laughs> well i mean it's just dwindling yeah. away. It's, it might sound dark but it's true um <laughs> you should have heard my <laughs> you should have heard my speech uh, the speech that was at the flipping graduation I had, that guy was doom and gloom, I'm telling you. It was, t- it was one of those things we're where it's like, the die. world, no, it was literally that. It was like, the world is literally on fire and you have to go and set the world 
on fire, but also with water. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. No. It was kind of bad, but like, but not like. <laughs> I'm not trying yes. to sound down about it, but like you know, your kids of the future, like help them, you know, manage that. But also, kids, people can be addicted, and people can find places on the internet which. Uh, can encourage bad behavior as well you know like people find oh. forums i've had conversations a lot about uh depression Band and suicide recently yeah. on like discords where people join self-harm discords they join depression and suicide discords and they sorry if i'm trigger warning for people um but like you know and they join places like this and it does influence them and i don't want to scare people but you do have to monitor your kids you do have to you know trust them Give them the space they need to learn these things, but also, you know, put be interested, but in a positive way. Like if you, if you try and tell them not to do something, they're going to go do it. That's <laughs> just the way kids are, um, and you remember that as a child yourself, I'm sure. And but just be safe, be interested, and if you're interested, you'll find out the things they're interested in and where they hang out, and you can do it in a good in a good way. Sorry, thank you, Boots, for that question. It does open up a lot of My stuff, though. My pleasure. I wanted yeah. to add one thing on the end of that, which is that recently, um, during an event that I was doing, we were raising money for an organization, Rise Above the Disorder, which mm. if anybody doesn't know about that too, because like we've seen better health out there talked about a lot as like a resource, um, especially in countries where like maybe it's not very um, affordable for you to get help or you don't really know how to go about getting help. Um, but Rise Above the Disorder works internationally with over 133 countries to help you like formulate a plan get you connected to somebody they'll even cover the costs of therapy in many cases like so um i was i was really surprised um but i mean if anybody's looking for things like that and you're thinking like well it could be kind of hit or miss for me with something like telehealth or better help like that seems like such a good resource and people were even sharing some of their stories when we were raising money about that um and how they covered costs for them and made it possible for them to get the treatment that they needed so that's great yeah yeah, that is good. Because then if they're not doing the therapy themselves, they can do that. That's good. Because like licensing is very, very, very complicated. I would, I with anything, do research. Yeah, thank you for that resource, actually. I have not heard of them. Um, mm. So I need to look at them myself. But like, yeah, just do your research. Like, no, if you want to get, if you want to get counseling, like... In-person telehealth with very different feelings, but the whole thing is is evolving, and there might be people that want to engage in things with you that you might enjoy. It's a good way. Telehealth, telehealth is a very interesting way of engaging. Trust me, it's a, it's a totally different way of doing counselling, and I've done a lot of it, um, and it can be very effective. Okay, I will literally keep talking about this if I don't change the subject back to Guild Wars Two because you know I am a counsellor, and this is becoming a real thing, and in. August, September, I will literally be a being paid for it at some point in time. Congratulations. Hopefully, with, well, hope, thank you. But hopefully, I've got to apply for jobs first, but I will finish my internship. Yeah, that is a thing. Oof. Yeah. Well, it, thankfully, there's, there's a million jobs out there for counselors because everyone is fucked. <laughs> a, in the, <laughs> like, in the nicest possible way. Um, like, you know what the state of the world right now i mean everyone's kind of in that place hey with, with the viewership we've had it's okay i'm allowed to say that but like you know what i mean with the way the, the state of the world is if you have any empathy at all as a person which is most of the human race honestly we all have empathy we just have different levels 
uh, you can empathize with everything that's going on in the world. And I, I laugh and I, and I joke, but it is a place at the moment. We're potentially going into recession across the entire world. We're currently at war in what, some countries. We're currently, you know, no we've proof. just come no, out of a... No dabs you don't for recession. Dab. Oh, no Lord. dabs for recession. <laughs> I'm Although... ready for the recession. Good Lord. Uh, well. there is there is a lot going on in the world which is just which isn't which isn't great but there's people in the world like there's loads of great stuff happening like pride is on at the moment right like pride is is a wonderful thing to have happen right now we had mental health month last month so we've got more people yeah, out there that want to help and do all the things we are getting fucked but we're also getting fucked <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're just going straight there this is the definitely rated uh, rated r podcast episode where did we go where did we go Kroof? you're not here for like two weeks happy pride happy pride everybody jesus live your lives be responsible take care of yourself that's true that's true that's true what's the what's that oh that's the lonely island song as well um and you're also on a boat I think I think there's some banter going on and some fun times because we haven't all four been together for a number no. of months. So I there know. is yeah, that. because months. normally is when we're together, fault. normally when we're together, there's no banter, no fun times. But yeah, it's been oh, a yeah, little true. bit. So yeah. slightly, we have yeah. more than usual. It's more than we got really burnt out on each other, but now that yeah. we had a break, we're like, oh my god. Oh, yay. are you trying to create a segue? Segways to we returned for a Guild Wars Two podcast. To know, because one of the things Jeffo said we were supposed to talk about was burnout. So you said we got burned out on each other. I like how you're subway, it's like segueing to what the actual show is. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we are in the podcast now. We're actually like, like we're so so far out of the podcast right now. We're actually segueing back to the podcast to then segue Mm. to something in the podcast that we're going to be talking Mm. about today, which is actually not, we're not going to talk about burnout first, but that was, that was something we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the reason why we haven't been together for a few weeks. It's because I've been gone I went back to Montreal for a wedding and it was very nice and I had a good time and I recommend anybody who hasn't been to Montreal yet go to Montreal it's a very nice place you have a cat as well and also talk but continue to talk sorry beats I have two cats Jeb normally I lock them out of the room but Montreal sounds beautiful it's very nice it sounds so nice that's okay Jeb I've seen pictures I also get excited when I I see the animal on camera (laughs) That's awesome. group and I love it. And I, I have in my freezer, I have a, I have six Montreal bagels ready to be oh, eaten. Oh, okay. Um, they're very important. <laughs> Wait, from Are wedding they to like freezers. way better than regular bagels? They're okay. Regular bagels, it about four billion times better than regular bagels. Oh my. Um, and about three times better than New York bagels. Oh my god! I gotta go okay. Montreal. I love, I love bagels. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, w- I was literally talking about this on stream, but I don't think people appreciate the star power that a bagel has. It is the unsweetened donut, and everyone loves donuts. So if you want a, a savory donut, and instead of a glaze, you got that cream cheese. I mean, come on. Yeah. And yeah, the, the thing what? about Montreal bagels is they <laughs> themselves are the star of a lot of uh, things you put on them. So, like, you could, uh, with them, uh, what I do is I sometimes just go get them fresh and eat them on the way home. Like, just with nothing on them because they're just that good. 
I'm so hungry now for bagels. I've had a bagel for a while. I'm trying Let's to cut go. out bread again. But like, y'all want to go um, for bagels after this? Yeah. Oh, Jabro, is this why you've been so dark on the podcast today? Because you decided to deprive yourself of bread? Don't! Bread no, is delicious, Jabro! No, 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 no. Bread is delicious. If you're feeling down and you're feeling <laughs> agitated, eat some carbs. Eat some carbs. Eat some bread. I, I, I ate too. I, like, I will eat some bread. Um, I will get some bread. I've got a brownie here. Uh, that helps. Anyway. We're actually going to talk Should about something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we need to do intros. I feel like everyone knows us by now. But I mean, we could do. Let's do. Let's do a very, very quick. Yeah, donuts. That's it. Mm -mm, in the chat. Um, put your favorite snack emote in the chat. Let's do it. I want to see some snack emotes. There's snack emotes? I don't know if you have, like, I've oh. got a snack emote, like eating a thing like, emote. Oh, I thought you meant, like, find an emote of our favorite. Yeah, Kruf, Kruf did, Kruf did uh, just did the Kruf emotes, which, because Kruf is a snack. Kruf is a snack. That's a great So, <laughs> I mean, I That's guess got this one. But my favorite snack, well, dumplings might be one of my favorite snacks. So I guess this does represent oh, part dumplings. of it. But so are chips. I just, I can eat entire bags multiple bags of potato chips if you yeah. let me at them yes it's bad i thing, I, I just love them yeah i i like them a lot mm -hmm. i have to try and like not do that anymore um okay thank you very much <laughs> what is your fa favorite flavor of chips Ooh. Better cool sour, yeah, sour cream and sour cream okay cool ranch doritos though too also really good. pickle <laughs> Is pretty good. Still pickle. We talked about this before. And ketchup is also good. Yeah, we did because I mentioned Marmite. Yeah, we draw the line of ketchup. Yeah, that's about. I remember. I remember Boots saying dill pickle chips, which is why I I can kind of see it. I think I think it's because I literally had a bag of dill pickle chips that I was eating on stream. Yeah. Oh, maybe actually. That's true. I do like I like jalapeno flavored too, and sometimes I get I get a hanker for barbecue, but. Ooh, barbecue no. is good. That's a very true story. A true Lord story. Heisen, <laughs> yes, we will eventually get to it as soon as we start. Wait, what are we about talking chips. about? <laughs> so, Guild Wars 2, what's up on the docket, Jebro? Tell us about the game, Guild Wars 2. We've really just veered this off course. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't really do Was there ever... Was I mean, there ever a course to begin with? Exactly, like, let's be honest. True. It's summer next week. Like, school's out for a couple of weeks for me. I've only got, like, Wait. six lessons left of my entire film career. Boots okay. is back. Kruf Tio, is here. Though, you, just, you just blew my mind saying it's summer next week because you're. Tr it's true. It's summer on the 21st of June, technically. Yeah. But it's been, like, a million degrees. Where I, I live in Seattle where it's, weeks. like, been overcast forever. So... <laughs> Yeah. It's really hot by us too in Chicago. We have a heat yeah. wave right now. There's a heat bubble apparently over the entire United States. Well, um, well, not here. <laughs> like, yeah, we really got to stop farting. Like, yeah, yeah. Seattle does not exist inside. The untamed United States came onto the time. scene, and it was it was never the same. Oh wow, is the UK that bad as well? Oh dear, that's not good. Oh, we do, heat in the UK is like literally like the entire time you just talk about it being hot. And then that's it. It's like the entire globe is like getting warmer. Oh, it's like some that's warm like, thing. Like I feel like global. you should brand that. Yeah. I feel like what would you call really it though? Copyright it. Like um, what? What would you call it? Earth hotening. 
Earth hug. No, we can we can that work on like it. That sounds like something better. That's pretty good. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, we're just, we're just <laughs> oh, wait, the earth is lit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably make it a little bit better. <laughs> Some fire. Um the literal fire. Hot Earth Summer. Yeah, I like that. It's probably a movie. <laughs> Sweaty summer. What sweatapalooza. It's not hot girl summer, it's hot earth summer. I don't know, Back I like the hot man. I think that's good. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Jibber, we need you to direct us. Yes, please. I know. I, well, I'm not doing very good. I'm not doing very good either. Jibber, so. we're the talent. We need some direction. I just like talking, <laughs> man. It's all good. I do too. We're begging you to get us back on track here. Like, Jibber, okay. please punish us. Let's, we've got more viewers because we're not talking about Guild Wars 2. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. That's not how it, it is. The truth. It is the truth because sometimes there is burnout. Um, and that's not where we're going to first. Uh, we're going to talk about, first of all, actually, what was the title order? Let me just double check. Edit stream. Gem score skins. So I, I had actually had this conversation uh, on the on on the twitter with a couple of people uh, and it could, does pop up every so often so we are going to switch gears into good wars to everyone um to 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 i just noticed that on don't this vision of the screen don't do that i am zoomed out on my camera it's a different scene it's a different we're scene. talking about good wars 2 now boots we're I talking about good wars 2 now <laughs> <laughs> this is very important to me <laughs> okay fine You're like the continuity okay. is this better boots this, is, is this better? better it's, no, no, this is terrible. Please, is this oh, better? I no, I love this. I love this. This is good. <laughs> yeah. This is nice. I don't know. You, you said you it. didn't seem to be very happy, so I was just want to make sure that you feel included. Okay. <laughs> I can Hi. see your painting so much better now. It's nice painting you got that back was, there. That was my mom actually made that painting. Oh, that's yeah. good. Wait, I'm gonna go get a painting that I made. Give me a second. Yeah, oh do God. that because this will definitely tie into Guild Wars 2 <laughs> we are talking about. Wow. <laughs> Y'all, chat, fair warning. I don't think we're gonna get anything <laughs> done today. Thank you very much, Brooke. I really don't think. I, I feel know, like we're all. I'm really there's not... a disturbance in the force. <laughs> I was on the podcast last time, Rick, but Rick, I've missed you as well. Genuinely. I missed you too. I, I love the awesome. like literally just. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, take a painting off the wall and just <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna in the closet I'm not gonna lie I do it. genuinely want to see something that Boots has painted you all missed out because before stream started today Boots was telling us about a commercial that he was in as a child where he was made to dress up as a penguin and sing a song about Boots which somehow is not the origin of how he got this name but is actually the origin of how he got into gaming because he used the money from the commercial to buy his first ever gaming console. And I am just actually, I am angry that you were all deprived of this story, but now at least we will not be deprived of Boots's art. So no I mean, tell I'm Boots. ready. He doesn't know that we told everyone, so shh. Yeah, no one tell Boots and also please find the destiny. commercial because we're trying to find the commercial, but we can't find the commercial. Yeah, I was looking at it. like around 1990. 1990s he you're said. looking yeah. at boots like, commercials in 1990 uh, yeah. that's your search like well, well well i believe the brand is comic you'll be able to find that uh, I, just, I just want to say i felt like 
I really liked you walking around because it felt like a, I was the FBI agent responsible for your webcams, and I was just like peering into you walking around. <laughs> I'm like, this where's is your what my FBI agent? Does I can't. I think it's in a closet somewhere or in the attic, and I can't find it. You hid um, your own art from the world. It wow. doesn't. It's not framed, so. so I still would have wanted to see it. Okay, hold on. No, no! <laughs> I want Don't you to be on the it. podcast more. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, if this episode goes on for like till like five o'clock my time, it's not my fault. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, let's talk about. I can't go that late because I have to meet someone at 7 p.m. tonight. So. <laughs> can't go that what late. What is that 4 p.m.? Is it for my time? That's. Wait, do you yeah. have to meet them That's online? It's five. five. You have to meet no, them online. No, I have to meet them in real human person yeah. life. At 7 p.m. CT. Is like, is... I gotta you go. shouldn't have asked Boots to go and find the flipping painter that you knew. There it is. That looks really nice. Oh, maybe you should have. He's found it. It's beautiful. This was worth it. But yeah, I will need some time to get my face so right and put clothes on. So. I mean, the clothes, you are wearing clothes uh, at the moment. Yes, but I'm also secretly no. wearing sweatpants. So it's I gotta just... look cute. Rook is just Casimir. It's just an illusion. I just, I don't have to wear I'm sure you look like, amazing in sweatpants as well. I know I do. Question. Why in the chat did uh, Brakelly say Boots is a child a actor? Uh, someone found you on the internet and literally announced it in the stream just now. Uh -huh. If you scroll up, you will be able to find the very, very, very secret text that uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Gilbert's <laughs> too, and the cash shop and gemstore items that we have in it. Okay. <laughs> that was my transition, Jebro. You just you gotta follow up <laughs> off of it. Yeah, look at the skin. Okay, so we're going to talk about skin. So general opinion from everyone. Um, and we have talked about this. We, I, I feel like we talk about this quite often in different places. We talk about skins and stuff. It's not going to be like a massively long conversation, but I thought it would be quite interesting. Um, <laughs> it's going to keep going. Um, what do you think about skins in-game versus skins in Gemstore? Now, remembering if you've not played Guild Wars 2 before, Guild Wars 2's model uh, is very much play the game for free, but also buy expansions uh, slash living story. And when you have those things, you don't buy content anymore. The content that you buy on the gem store is things like skins, uh, Black Lion stuff, uh, things that can advance you a little bit like XP um, potions, but that's not power. You cannot buy power on the gem store. It's mostly most of the, most of the best stuff, I guess. I think... People basically complain about the fact that their skins on the gem store look better than skins in the game <laughs> at times, and you can't access things in such things like raids or dungeons or fractals, etc., etc. Thoughts on skins in the gem store? And maybe I need to be a bit more specific with this because we could go wild here. Um, yeah. All right, let's start with, with, let's start with skins. Or let's start with uh, like. Just the difference in skins on the store compared to in-game. Is it for you... Anyone can go first, please. Uh, like, what do you... Do you think they are comparable? Do you think the gem store skins are better? Do you think it's just, you know, a taste thing? Do you think this... It's okay how skins are sold on the gem store? Like, just general opinions, really, and we can bounce off of that. I think it's important that skins are sold on the gem store, just yep. so that... 
we could keep the game going. Um, but that said, I would like some skins, some more skins to be available as exclusive things from content. Yeah. Um, that's the summation of all I think about about it. Yeah. So there you go. Someone else talk now. And I feel like this conversation really does tend to dive into the mount topic because yeah. the way I see it is that there are really cool skins on the gem store and I love those. And I think it's necessary for uh, Guild Wars 2's monetization model. However, when you look at the weapons, uh, we get cool weapon skins in game as well. And we get cool weapon skins in the gem store. The problem I have is that with mounts, we don't even get basic retexturings of the mounts that we can acquire in game. Right. And it's all left to the gem store. And so I feel like with the armor and the weapons, they found that nice balance where they like left the really cool stuff at the, ge the gem store and still filtered some cool stuff in game. But with the mount system it really is just gem store so i think that's where i kind of have more of a of a critical analysis to it yeah i agree with both of you honestly i mean the thing is is that particularly in regards to weapons i think we have so many different things that you can get i mean even in the raid wings there's usually unique weapon sets that come from those um you know we, we have even talked about some of the unique weapons that they added in and like the special effect versions that you can get in end of dragons there's a ton of great skins for those legendaries which exist and really are some of the most unique and most uh cosmetically appealing weapons in game so I think that all of those give us really strong weapon skins that we see in-game. Although, of course, not being able to dye them maybe makes it a little bit more limited in, in a sense. But um, at the same time, I think you can find something there. Uh, when it comes to gear, there are a lot of gear sets as well that are really great. And with End of Dragons, I was hoping they would add in a whole bunch of cool, new, unique, you know, pieces. And they did! And they look awesome! And there's a lot of stuff that you can get. And then, of course, on various maps, um, there are even the more, like, grindable, upgradable gears that you can get that are really beautiful um uh, like the carapace gear and stuff like that and then there um are as well too the legendary armors that you can get so all of those i think again as far as armor go we have a lot in there although there have been maybe at times that i wished that they would add more regularly into the game like pve content where you got new cosmetics in in the same vein that like Sometimes, you know, in 14, we get a new dungeon. There's, like, a whole new set of gear for everybody that comes from that dungeon. Like, that kind of thing. And that's not to say that, uh, that Final Fantasy 14 doesn't also have, like, reuse it, like reusing stuff in different dungeons and all kinds of things. It's not like we get new gear 24-7 all the time. Um, but there have been moments where maybe I've thought, oh, I'd love it if we got some more special effect pieces in the game that were just more widely out there as base pieces. But when you look at the stuff that's on the cash shop for armor specifically, mm. I think that it, it is pretty balanced. Like, you have the outfits, which are really cool and cosmetic, but again, you can't do the pieces on them, so that's a limitation with them. Mm. Um, but great if you're, like, making new characters and you just want, like, a full cosmetic or you just really like that look. Um, and then we have some piece sets that are on there, but again, it feels like the balance is pretty good. So yes, that does bring us to stuff like the mounts or special um, cosmetics that are locked behind Black Lion chests, which are their own whole thing that I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, and I do really, really, really wish they would add something into the game where you could acquire those, especially some of these ones that they've been putting out, these Canthan ones. They are so gorgeous and they feel so appropriate to mm. rewards for something like the strike missions or, you know, some kind of content there. 
So for me, I really don't think that they would be harming their sales by including a limited range of skins that you could get in game, especially if you had to engage with the content to get those skins. Like people would do it. And I feel like they would feel even better about buying skins because players will always buy cosmetics, literally always. <laughs> but I think where you start getting maybe a negative feeling is if like, there is no other way for them to have something. And then they start resenting a little bit that cash shop in that like one element, yeah. even if it's necessary. Now, uh, I mean, there's, there's always the argument that people bring up that anything at the cash shop you could technically buy for gold because of the fact that you have the gems to gold conversion or gold to gems conversion. So that's fair, but it's just like not as interesting as earning it in game, right? Like to, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I have a question actually, how many, armor sets were introduced into end of dragons Ooh, good question this is a bit difficult because i think there were at least three full armor sets head to toe but then at certain heart vendors you get like certain pieces like i think the training area in seitung you get like um wrappings for your hands and your feet and you get mm. like this martial like this this headband to kind of like pull your hair back so it, there is a, a wide variety that there was um there's a, there's a decent amount in, in, in uh, end of dragons there's the free that you can get from the vendor there's the three different ones in pvp from chests and world v world so they're very the different styles which are a bit more like less flashy so they don't have the uh like the test tube kind of you know camp and you know all that kind of stuff so, so one day going, i would like i would really like someone not me because i'm too lazy uh to <laughs> make a uh a list make a um a spreadsheet of all of the there is earnable in-game uh skins versus the earnable in the gem store skins oh that's probably something that exists if anyone does know it like where that exists and feel free to I just want to see like the proportion you know mm -hmm. I mean the so the old way and this was bef this may have been before Rook's time actually probably actually it was it definitely was so they started doing the they changed outfit styles like make, making them from being single piece which is what you mentioned into full one pieces because it, it took them too long to do it um, that is literally the reason. Um, we we obviously prefer it the 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 old way, but they still bring it back every so often. So it kind of I don't know. It's like it's like um, ESO does it as well. They have more outfits and costumes, like whole piece things, rather than like just the little pieces as well. So I think sometimes... yeah, I would I would not keep I would I would put outfits on a separate thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're like. But also, also, I mean, eh, it depends, really. I mean, getting different armor and skins and looks, I think it can be very... It just depends on the weapons. person, right? Like, weapons is specific. I mean, so I think the chat I was having on Twitter was, was based around weapons and stuff. And, like, having yeah. a look at the... Like, some of these weapons, for example... Oh, where is it? Really so weapons? <laughs> it was weapons, yeah. Well, because legendaries and stuff. Yeah, the old school one. Do you remember where the, there was a rifle that came out? One of the first really like like flashy rifles that came out was compared to like Predator because Predator looks a little bit more like rough Milongo. and rugged. 
Yeah, that, that looks... lightning longbow was the, the first time that came out. People were like, "Wow, that's yeah. that's nicer than Kudzu." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's Especially that like leading up, leading up to End of Dragons, I felt like when I would go on the Reddit, I would see much more of that. Yeah, and I think it was because under the context that the legendary weapons were going to resemble each other, mm-hmm. I think people started to be more aware of the the weapons yeah. coming on the gem store. I do actually think that hmm. these new legendaries discussion aside about the research notes and everything else that we've talked about you know um i do think (laughs) that these offer something very 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 good because the idea that there are so many customizable special effect sets for them gives me the sense of having and this is part of why people were complaining i guess but like the idea of a black lion chest weapon set right and to me i always liked those and wished that they were rewards in the game um because if I want something on a character that fits their aesthetic, but they don't use that weapon, and that's the only weapon that has that aesthetic from a legendary set, that used to always just drive me up the wall. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, if I want to spend all this time to do a legendary, like, but I really like the aesthetic of this one, and I cannot get a different version of the weapon that has that aesthetic, you know, that makes it hard to even coordinate outfits when you're weapon swapping and all this other stuff. So for me, I was hoping that they would add something in either where you could like through, you know, raids, strikes, whatever, mm-hmm. somehow over time, you know, accumulate at possibly a very slow rate, but like Black Lion statuettes or something that you could trade for those cosmetic sets or, you know, those sorts of things. So this new legendary set, I think in many ways actually does bring so much to the table as far as here are multiple different cosmetic sets that you can get if you go through this process. Um, And then we have some of the lower tier ones, like the Salt Spray Dragon set that has like the base version and then like water effect version and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do agree that I think, especially when it comes to special effects, it would be so nice if we had a few more sets that were like, more acquirable in game that had a bunch of special effects on them or even if they took some of those old raid weapons and then introduced a new tier where you could like convert you know run it again or convert whatever currencies and then like upgrade them and get some kind of new special effect on those old skins um i think even that would be kind of a clever way to do this but weapons are usually the area where i feel the least like i'm out of luck i don't know you know what i mean i feel like there's so many options to get them and get cool aesthetics so during Icebrood Saga, they started to implement more weapon sets that had particle effects and auras attached to them. So there was like the bone skinner stuff that actually changed the mm. visual mm. of the projectile. The volcanic weapons and the storm weapons, which had like either smoke or lightning around them. And I feel like there are a few weapons that have that aesthetic to it. Now, it's subjective as to what you think looks better. But I do think that when you are comparing a very plain sword to a sword with a bunch of auras and particle effects, it does connote a sense of, you know, heightened um, prestige. And I think that's what a lot of people uh, get at and is like, do we just want a basic sword in game? But the gem store has like this sword that's just so elegant and has a million particle effects and visually is more... Fancy, I guess. So, but I think, yeah, the end game I've always felt is a a decent time to acquire those weapons. Do you think um, a lot of? Do you think that if they did have the, the skins that kind of Rook you're talking about, Griff you're talking about, Beach you're talking about, that the the desire of these things being in game, do you think that le- the conversation would be less of an issue if they did have 
more skins to a i guess gain through rage like uh boost was saying and and rook was saying as well and also just any any other way because there is like um and i'm gonna shout out oh god i can't remember what their twitter is um but they're awesome streamers a couple and on the twitch directory and they put out these awesome like infographic things on twitter um on guild wars 2 damn the name is project just gone Diane. yeah project Diane. they're awesome love those love love those peeps they're good peeps but they put out some stuff recently and again guess what this is this is this is going to be this is going to be a thing arena net developers i hope you're listening <laughs> i love you first of all um but also please show people the stuff in your game <laughs> please uh we've had this conversation recently and i will tickle your earlobes but there is he doesn't mean so what many voice. He means literally <laughs> thank you there are so many skins in this game that i have not seen and that all of you have definitely not seen either that just are hidden <laughs> like are hidden random like um recipes that you can throw four items into the um oh my god what mystic forge my brain is like mystic empty today forge, yeah. mystic forge yeah. and just like get some epic skin that i've never seen before like they showed this infographic of like these four simple items you could put together to make something great and i didn't even find any on the flipping trading post either did you know like, that what? there's like did you know that there's i think at eight or something like that weapons there that that count that are recipes for the mystic forge that use like monsoon and some other um yeah. uh some other oh. exotic weapons that just don't work yeah <laughs> still for some reason there's apparently eight that the recipes exist but the recipes just don't well you put them in the forge the items disappear but then nothing comes out what yeah i have yeah. heard of this yeah it's a, a, a of course it's a that shaman post but yeah apparently it's oh my god uh, so yeah. some of yeah. them are still not working properly or implemented <laughs> that's so interesting i mean yeah it's there are many ways that you can do this right and even the infusions that you can earn in game or get that you can then put on weapons or buy like there's a special effect that can be applied to many weapons like yeah. there are a lot of variations and i think that I do personally think that some of the frustration with the cash shop, there's so many things that go into this. One, I think that we are in an environment and atmosphere right now in which cash shops are incredibly predatory and they are getting more so and more so, which makes consumers incredibly wary of them. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, oh my gosh, just look at Diablo Immortal. Like, mm. I could not believe Joss Drive Hayes did a breakdown of the cash systems in that game that like if you are somebody who is really worried about how these games are like tricking you into stuff like just go watch it because there are some great breakdowns about this right now and one of the things that I found so striking about Guild Wars 2 is that many of the things that were kind of pointed out or illustrated in that video Guild Wars 2 does not fall prey to. And I actually do think they handle their cash shop very respectfully, all things considered. Um, you know, while there may be a little bit of the gimmicks with you get a free item and that takes you to the page, or there may be some little things where, like, they visually put that page in front of you, it is not something that pops up on login. It is not something that is required or that currencies and major currencies on it are required to interact with the game or content. I was even reading up about Neverwinter and some of the things that they've done recently with these kinds of cash practices where races 
that are considered meta races are locked in the cash oh, shop. Yeah, that, that's and, been like, a thing for ages. Yeah, and like bad. behind loot boxes, nonetheless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like when I look at Guild Wars 2's cash shop, I actually think that the amount of value that they deliver you in this game is exceptional. But I hmm. think that right now there is, and the way that they present their cash shop as well, while being very active, is not predatory at its core, I would say. Um, because you mm -hmm. can't get all sorts of cool stuff in game and you never ever and you can save gold and you can just buy stuff from it you know what i mean um that's not to say that there aren't elements of it that aren't geared to get you there like to get stuff yeah. from there but i think that there's still a lot of good balance go ahead so somebody uh hold on let me check Thank you for your was. hand up that could be a thing we do oh uh, cool like boy jk7 uh just linked a spreadsheet in chat yeah. And I assume it's correct because who would write down these numbers without actually doing the work? Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, nobody it, does that in the world, especially no, when it no, comes it look, to it looks you know, very legit. It looks uh, real. Voting for people or anything like that. You know, no one has ever done that kind of thing. But uh, so it, it gives a percentage of gem skins as a percentage of total skins in the game. Okay. And and so for actually for weapons, it looks like the percentages are quite low yeah, of actual absolutely. gem skins yeah, so yeah. like max of like three percent of all skins uh for staff for example uh are are in the gem store as opposed to in game so mm. for weapons it looks like it's pretty pretty solid in the way of um in the way of in-game versus gem store even though some of them are pretty nice looking the ones in the in the gem store but um like boots question then i mean is it mm -hmm. a comparison I think I think the amount it compares to all available in-game yeah, skins. I think I think the question is so there's more, a lot of like yeah well, the, the quality, nice looking ones. It? Yeah, I see the what you're saying. That's the thing. It's a quality thing over. It's not. It's not the availability I see what you're saying, but I of still skins. Think, I still think the weapon skins are weapon. in a good place because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because you've got, I mean, 3% that's ridiculously low, but also um, it looks like approximately only 5 to 10% mm. are available in the gen store versus as a reward only. And reward only skins are the ones that look nicer, usually, the ones that are available yeah. in game. Well, uh, depends if you ask the strike community right now. Whatever. But then that. for armor skins, though, for armor skins, uh, you get up to like 36% for the headpieces in a lot of cases. Um, and it looks more like 50 to 100, uh, to like. You very comparable amount in the gem store versus reward only. Like very similar yeah. number numbers are reward versus gem store for armor. And then obviously for outfits, mount skins and gliders, it's mostly in the gem store. In the quality I think the question the question mostly is is quality, I think, around this. I think availability in numbers. I think Guild Wars 2 does well with that, as you can see in that spreadsheet. Like, maybe I'll put it in the, in the description. Let's not pretend I'm actually going to do that. Um, but, like, it, it's a weird one because... And I like, actually, Rook, that you brought up the um, statuettes because I think that that statuette system actually quelled a lot of potential argument for not having things available in the future or gainable in a way where you can... Because... And this ties into Black Lion Chest as well, actually, because this is actually the system that Elder Scrolls Online uses. Guild Wars 2 is just a little bit late to the party. Um, but, like, 
So Ingrid was two, well, and it's all gonna, it's gonna link, it's gonna link to it. You, you I was just gonna say that, I don't know if Guild Wars 2 is late to the party, because ESO, what I think you're about to say, had those practices until yeah. recently when they then put something in for it. So it's, well, it's not like oh, no, they no, started no, no. out um, really good. It's a, different, it's a different system. Okay, 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 um, okay, okay. It's, the, it's, the, it's been around for, for years and years. Um, but so in ESO, there's a system where you, if you buy crates, so Elder Scrolls Online, um store is a massive ripoff well, i am in the stream team which is very similar to arena net um partner program is this identical thing it's just elder scrolls online i am very genuine and authentic about my opinions i don't bullshit um i hate the store i think it's the worst um but that that's an aside thing i think things are very expensive in there um, I think some things are expensive in Guild Wars too, but you can you can earn them in game. And technically, to a degree, in ESO, there's a newer thing which you can, but it's not the same. Um, but basically, you, you get these items from uh, the crates. They're called crates in ESO, which is comparable to a Black Lion chest. And you get an item, and the, the, basically, you can trade stuff you don't like for gems. Now, gems in ESO are basically exactly the same as what statuettes are in Guild Wars 2's um, that lion chest when you open them, but you actually get the statues when you open the box, whereas in ESO, you trade items you don't want from the crates for gems. So then you can go to this place and you can buy the things which are actually in the crates that you actually want. But the more you have, the more gems you have, the better. And obviously, you've got to keep buying the things. And obviously, the things are worth a lot of gems. So you're still spending a lot of money. Statuettes as well in Guild Wars 2. You can get them from a few different similar, places. Yeah. So it's it is similar. And Guild Wars 2 did introduce this later. And also, it gave you the opportunity to get older stuff. And stuff that rotated out of the Black Lion chest as well. That you may not have ever seen before. Like the season one stuff that came back. There was loads of old stuff that comes back. And if you missed like a back piece, it was very cool. And it was a very, very low risk drop. Oh, wow. Okay. They've actually got the, like some of these things. Oh, that's very cool. Sorry. The, um, the Hydra stuff, which is wonderful, which I got from Black Lion Chest. Felt really good about getting is now in there as well. And like some of these other cool skins. Again, these are still things which you have to technically pay for whoa that is ridiculous what is that oh yeah that's so cool i want it by that's, the way sorry i actually have it i have it on one character it wow. was it is probably it was the wild. best it's the best skin in game what, so nice. what is yeah. it it's, it's like a phoenix torch. tail, a phoenix tail That's feather so kind of thing. That's so good. Sorry. It's yeah, the staff is torch. torch. I've got that. Yeah, torch, torch. But that, but that is a perfect example. Like all of us just went, like literally <laughs> sat up, leant forward, leant into the game, and we're like, whoa, how many good torches are out there in Guild Wars 2? Not yeah, many. Only this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, there's this one in Rod. I like Rod Gord, but it's it's not as good as this one. <laughs> I also I think I love this switch. And there's like war horns and other torches where it's not actually a weapon. It's just yeah. like energy around your hand. And yeah. I love that idea of like a true like spellcaster where you're not really wielding anything. You're just using like the raw magic. So some of the warhorn and torch skins are like top tier. I mean the torch. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll get us back. I'm gonna keep going with what I was talking about. Sorry, because uh, I know like <laughs> the, the skin. We can talk about the skins. The skins are wonderful in a game. Um, but this whole system is another way of of making because I want to get onto Black Lion Chess is making like the value of Black Lion Chess go up so it feels less 
basically less shitty um yeah. <laughs> like and so in the future you're like well at least i have statuettes and i can get this thing potentially in the future thing that eso did recently which is what rook's talking about is these things called endeavors where you do daily things you can do weekly things monthly things whatever and you get this currency where you can spend it in essentially its own version of like um it's like a mini shop it's not the same shop where you can buy some of the same stuff and it's quite cool again you have to do a lot of things so it you know it's a way of getting you to play the game essentially it's a good I idea just like it but... exists in guild wars 2 right that doesn't exist in Guild Wars 2. Why not? Map completion. That's not the same. I mean, map, that's when a you complete a map, though. you have a 50% chance of getting a Black Lion key. It's not the same, though, because in Endeavors, yeah. Endeavors is like you do, you go and. Brooke, you explain. Sorry. Yeah. So pretty much what's happening that's different. No, I got you. <laughs> I know, I know what it like, is. You're just more eloquent than me. <laughs> it's like, okay, so map completion allows you to open a chest, right? Because you get the key. Whereas yeah. this Endeavor system in ESO allows you to complete little fun bonus daily quests. And honestly, I think they're cute. Like, there's yeah, stuff like that you might do. Kill this, like, five of this kind of enemy. Do this kind of thing. Do this little thing. Um, yeah. Gather this many things. So it just gives you a little bit of something extra to aim for as you kind of structure your day, which I really like. And then you essentially get what is the currency for those chests. So, like, what would be mm -hmm. black lying statuettes in this kind of metaphor? Um, so that you can buy exactly what you want from the chest. Right, okay. So, like, you can go into this shop interface that Jebro is talking about and, like, say you saved up because you know in these one kinds of chests there is this mount skin you have wanted for ages. You can do your endeavors, save it all up, and then the next time those go on, you can just buy that thing directly. Um, this is How... honestly... Oh, go ahead. What's the, like, how much of this Endeavor stuff do you have to do in order to get something really prized? A lot. Yeah, a lot. So a lot. then how is yeah. that different from... It's like statuettes. Then how is that different from map completion for Black Lion Keys and then just using the statuettes? So the, the different, the big difference is certainty. So you don't 100% get the Black Lion chest key. Whereas you, if you do the You 100% endeavors... go 50% 50, 50 though, come on. Uh, that... What? <laughs> that doesn't make it's, any sense. It's a fifty percent <laughs> chance. It's like really high. No, no, no. That's yeah. not hot, but it's not. It's not a. So there's a difference between fifty percent chance and a hundred percent chance. <laughs> it's, a big, there? it's fifty percent difference. Whoa. <laughs> but like this is You're like. Right. But this is a daily thing. It's a simple thing. Technically, there's a hundred percent difference because one is guaranteed. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It, well, but the. Go on. Well. I will, I will say this, Boots, I actually think you make a very astute point, right? Even if you look at grinding for gold to just buy stuff on the gem store, yeah. right? Like, there is not that kind of conversion system in ESO. No. So already Guild Wars 2 has essentially given you what would be the equivalent of something like an Endeavor grind. Just you grind the gold in the game and then you just buy the yeah. gems. Mm -hmm. So, like... I agree with you in that sense, even though we can't individually go in right now and buy a specific item, unless, as Jebro has said, it's been moved into that, like, category where you can go and buy individual things now from those vendors with Black Lion. Um, yeah. I agree that, like, the big differentiation is the fact that, like, yes, if you grind for those keys, then you're going to get the loot box and that's going to be a chance. Again, it's like a chance on a chance, right? Um, but I do think Guild Wars 2 has structures in place already to negate some of that. And I will say, having experienced both Black Lion chests and the crates in ESO, while, Jeb, I love the point that you made, and I think they should do this in Guild Wars 2, where, like, 
if you get you get duplicates of something or you get something that you don't want or you get that you then get currency one of the big problems in ESO is that even though you would get currency it would be a literal seventh of the actual cost of the item where you to buy it so like you would change you would exchange in an item that was like super high value top tier and get nothing and then if you were to try and like buy that item from the shop itself you'd have to pay like quadruple the amount so it's like i i do think guild wars 2 could be better about it but i do think a lot of times as well Mm -hmm. the guild wars 2 community just well they don't know what they've got actually that's the thing sometimes so so I've logged into ESO. I know we're in the Guild Wars 2 category, um, but like I've logged into ESO for comparison. By the way, my, my point isn't saying that one is better than the other. It's just to bring in different things and different ways uh, of kind of thinking about it. And systems that are good, but I feel can be a little bit in dodgy as well. Like, for example, so Reader Geek asks us a question. Like these, So these are the top tier mounts in the crates which you get from... Uh, so like the equivalent black lion chest uh, and it costs this one is 16,000 endeavors uh, and you i have 690 right now i don't do dailies daily i don't play eso daily either i've only started recently because i've got a new chapter out um high aisle oh. blah, blah. um and this is the system so like you've got different things that you can grab like you can grab different skins in the game and stuff like that but then you've got the actual store and then you can grab the crane crown crates which are here uh i'd need to work out the crown costs the crowns two dollars and then compare that to guild wars 2 that's not something i'm gonna do right now but then this is the currency for gems and gems is something i have a lot of because i have crates because of my sub to the game <laughs> which i get for free with my sub free doing that inverted commas um and then you can spend gems here so this is essentially the statuettes section of the store um which isn't too bad but it's still you do still need a lot for like a mount skin or something but you can buy everything other than actually every single thing you can buy in there now they've actually got everything from the crates that you can buy in there i've got some new crates coming out soon as well um, we'd be interested to see that but it's like potions and stuff so all of this stuff you can trade in for gems and then you can buy bits and bobs there's like emotes there's loads of other stuff you know it's it's its own thing um mm. and it is interesting and then also it, because you are a sub you can get money off of things like uh so eso plus is the thing you can get deals like you can get a couple of hundred crowns off of things like pets or like you get free statues and you get free fun stuff every so often which is you know one-offs but it's okay it's not like the best stuff in the world and then when you pay for eso plus you get all the deals all the dlc for free other than the latest couple of chapters recently but that's something else we've been talking about in guild wars 2 like an optional stuff but that's another conversation Based on the wiki, it looks like it's not a one in two chance. It's more like a one in three chance for a. It's very. A it, is a, it is more rare because I definitely haven't been getting keys as much doing map completion recently as as I would like for sure. But it is free, and it is a way of of getting it for free. So I thought that was relevant to show. Also, apparently, you can't get a key drop if you're doing a level eighty map when you're not level eighty. Really. Oh, that's, that's what I just found out. That's yeah. sad. That is sad. Actually. That is very sad. Yeah, I don't know. Like loot boxes, I'm, I've never had like really harsh feelings towards them, but I'm, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I, I feel like they're starting to become more of a thing of of old design. Right. Because um, I know that Overwatch 2 is actually getting rid of their loot boxes and instead going to a battle pass system. And I think mm-hmm. having something more transparent and structured to the point where you know what you're getting, that seems to be where people are leading, um, especially because there were a bunch of laws created around loot boxes and the sentiment of gambling. And it really... I don't know. I don't have strong emotions, but seeing the other um, routes that games can take, I'm like, oh, yeah, loot boxes, maybe maybe they are a little weird. I don't know. It's kind of... Eh. I know, Kruf. Like, you don't really have... Like, you're not that... You're, I'm not that really impassioned like, by yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah, Well, same. But, I, think, I think... I agree. Like, I'm not, like... I, I think... I think people... <laughs> Uh, it was, here, here comes this opinion again. Uh, <laughs> I do have an opinion. I think sometimes I think Guild Wars Two is great for access to uh, for people to play the game. If you want to pay a lower amount of money to play an MMORPG, Guild Wars Two is like whoa, value for money. Boom, access to content, fantastic. Barring maybe the living story, um, <laughs> depending mm-hmm. on whether or not there's a sale and they're giving it away. Oh, yeah, for when free. are we gonna? Cool. But when like, are we gonna do that? Well, well, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> um, but like, it's the problem. <laughs> the problem they have. Oh wow, it's just completely disappeared, disappeared out of my head. I think that often there's times oh, where I think like, "Damn it, boots!" <laughs> I'm so good <laughs> at that, boots. by the way. I'm so damn good boots. at making you forget what you're gonna oh. say. Oh my god, it was a very, very good point. Oh damn! It'll come back to me anyway. We'll move on. It, it's about loot crates. Loot crates. Loot crates. Loot crates. Loot crates. Think, think, think. It'll be fine. Loot crates. Crew was having a point about talking about the things. Cool. Good value for That's money. Okay. Good yes. too. Ah, but also like countries do have like an opinion about loot crates. Like they are banned in countries. Like games are banned in countries because of um, because the, of the availability of them, and also. It does encourage kind of i mean it really really depends in guild wars too because ga- like gambling is a thing like encouraging gambling and then paying money for things to do that is like a it's not like mystic coin gambling or mystic forge gambling <laughs> it has a little bit more of a serious yeah because uh, my good friend smudge might be in chat hi smudge um <laughs> they really enjoy a lot of the cosmetics and yeah. sometimes they they come to me and they're like i just spent like 25 keys trying to get this one thing or like 30 keys and then another thing they're like i got it in two tries so it it does have a level of rng which then might you know incentivize some aspect of unhealthy practices for players um mm. but it does you know you reflect and take take inventory of yourself and if you think that you are susceptible Oof. to it try your best to stay away from it but it is a little bit difficult yeah i mean like someone yeah. just said i mean i'm not I, i'm gonna call it that because you said it in chat and that's fine uh, I think uh, 170 dollars on gems, and I get yes. Then like, and now say, say the name of the person. No, I, I would, <laughs> then like you. There is an ask. There's so many things behind this, and it's difficult to just talk about this in a small smidgen part of the podcast. But like you, we do have the responsibility of like managing our own money. But then there are real things. There are predatory things out there in the world. I, I, what kind of rookery said about. Like Diablo Immortal is one of those things like you know where people you are encouraged to spend money in games so that people can earn a living and that is and obviously 
to ridiculous levels like obviously activision blizzard is another level you know arena net we know that with their reputation as a company um and this is where you have to look at the company as a whole and the the ethos and the vibe that they're trying to create and what they put out there on social media and their belief systems and everything else is that you know i'm okay with this system only because i know the people i know the company and i am fairly confident in the knowing the fact that you know they're not doing this to try and screw people over but there is the the underneath idea and thought process of they are trying to make money and that is what this business is about like it is it is about that but you have to be very i would rather there not be any loot chests in any game ever i hate loot crates with a compassion i think they are the spawn of satan well satan's cool let's the spawn of something that's very crap the spawn of something you don't like everyone think about the thing you don't like and it's the spawn of that um if it's your parents that's fine (laughs) honestly it's one of those things for me where i mean like you said jeb I don't believe that Guild Wars 2 at its core is predatory. Like many of the things that have been like pointed out about predatory systems, right? Forcing you to look at the gem store upon login for like, these would be the things that would constitute this, right? Yeah. Selling gems in such increments and then setting prices for various things on the store in which you have to either massively overspend to be able to get the things in the increments that you would want or under, you know, like that is a thing that they do. Um, Putting free stuff on the store so that you get dragged there and then having all these other things while Guild Wars 2 does give you free things in the store. Sometimes I genuinely feel like more often than not that is just a nice way for them to give something back and again because guild wars 2's other methodologies like yes they want to get people's eyes there but because it isn't forced in your face at every opportunity it feels far less terrible than like we've talked a lot about eso and i really think it's because eso's cash shop model is maybe the most similar both in the actual like type of stuff having a chest system but then also in like the amount of um like balance of how many of certain things are in the cash shop versus what's in the game and i think eso even takes it a step further with a lot of that too because you can get a lot of stuff from ESO in game, but there are many things that are also like pretty well developed on the cash shop and only the cash shop. So to say all of that, like I just think that like overall the cash shop is not that predatory. I would love if they removed the loot chest thing because it is like this one weird little hang on. And I'd almost rather that to make yeah. up for that money, they get rid of the black lion chest thing and then just do this optional sub that we've been talking. Like, yeah. I mean, I you don't have to make it mandatory whatsoever. You can give certain perks for it. But how would I it mean, work? Like, think of all the things in the loot in the black lion chest. What would you? How would you, you do it? Go back to every single podcast we've done where yeah. we've talked about this. But I mean, we can do it. It could be a general I question. I don't mind talking about. I mean, that. this also might be a, an an issue of how you brand something. So many games, MMOs, we're very mm. used to the name of subscription, but many games are now slanting it towards a seasonal pass, where yeah. when you are doing economic funding when you're signing up for something you are getting these guaranteed uh rewards and much like a sub in you know i'm imagining eso you are guaranteed some amount of reward or some reduction in prices so 
if you just formatted it in the in the method of a more traditional seasonal pass where you get gems you get you know a little bit of extra stuff here and there and whenever you play and log in you can get these uh, cooler skins mm. maybe that's one way to transfer all of the unique items that are in black lion chests into a more yeah moving forward yeah. at least yeah, hmm, yeah. I like, that. like um you reckon you could have like saigon Oh, no, I was going to say, to jump the gun, because uh, there are, like, some unique individual skins that can only be obtained via the Black Lion chest. Not yeah. just, like, a weapon collection where you get claim tickets, but, like, purely by opening the Black Lion uh, chests, you can only get those skins. If that was instead a seasonal pass, you had you would have to purchase a seasonal pass, and then at day 15, it then automatically unlocks for everyone or something. You mean, oh, uh, the battle pass, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, oh, for, man. Is, it, is there... Is there an MMO which does a battle pass right now? Like an actual battle pass? Destiny so. 2 would be the closest, I would say. And oh, Destiny they got, 2... They've got one. Sort of an MMO, but... Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's an MMO, but it's all it's a looter no, shooter, it really. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, yeah. Yes, they do have a battle pass system. Destiny 2 also, really interestingly, is also it. doing oh. temporary seasonal event content. Yeah, that stuff, yeah. It's like they've gone back to what Guild Wars 2 released with. I'm like, it's, it's amazing. But I actually think it works better in something like Destiny 2 because of the more transient nature of looter shooters. Like, mm. versus something like a long-term story that an investment that an MMO presents. Um, but they do have a battle pass now, and there are, like, tiers of it. Um, and you get access to certain things and certain rewards. And it'll show you, like, right in the menu, like, this is what you get without, this is what you get with, this is what... And um, I, I do actually like that idea, I think, overall, more so than I do... Um, yeah, like, I having, like, all these loot chest systems... Um, I've never really had a huge problem with it in Guild Wars 2 just because of the sheer variety of other things and the fact that stuff like mount packs even, you can get a slightly more expensive version that will let you just pick what you want or stuff like that, you know? Um, but I have had a problem with it in games like ESO where a single house on the store can cost you over 150 real US dollars. And, like, I, it's unbelievable. There are so many things. I could do a whole podcast just about ESOs. insane right now. Like, oh yeah, and God. you know, the housing, no price things, property, um, but like, I mean, the thing is, is that I do know friends that have had to stop playing even Guild Wars 2 because the cash shop wasn't affordable for them. Um, granted, that is something where, you know, you have to kind of, again, take check and take stock with yourself. Um, but I, I mean, overall, I feel like Guild Wars 2 offers you so many options that it isn't, again, the end all be all. But having something like a battle pass, I think, would give more direction so long as it wasn't a weird thing kind of like the i think diablo immortal has some kind of equivalent right now as well except that like you it are has like eight battle passes i think <laughs> it has eight different concurrent battle passes. Wait, what does what does diablo immortal and it's awful like you you have to log in I, i'm trying to remember exactly what it was but like you have to log in every single day of it or you don't get the rewards. Hmm. So, like, if you... It's, like, a month or something, right? So, if you log in every day for the month, like, Lord forbid you gotta go on vacation, or, like, you get sick one weekend and you can't log in, and you don't <laughs> log in... Right? 
Yeah, and like you don't log in for that one day, then you do not get the rewards at the end. Yeah. So you could have spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours meeting whatever requirements for this thing, and then you don't log in one day, and then the only way to get the rewards that you were guaranteed for spending the money on the pass in the first place is to then get another month of the subscription. And so then you have to get another month because you missed one day. Yeah. And then you get the rewards from the last month. But then if you miss one more day in the next month, then you got to do the same so thing forever again. you're so, trying to catch up, yeah. Yes. I have a question. So, terrible. I have a question about Battle Passes for Guild Wars 2 specifically. Um, I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with them moving from the Black Lion chest to the Battle Passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're talking about Battle Passes that would be buyable by gems, right? Not so that you could still do it with gold? I mean, you could probably just buy it straight out, I guess, as well. well I guess I a know. lot of Battle Pass systems have it to where there are two two tiers. One that you pay real-world money for, and you get more rewards with each increment. Mm. Uh, and then there's oftentimes a, a free um, battle pass tracker for f- people who play for free. Mm-hmm. And you get vastly less rewards um, at, at less interval. So you're still yeah. getting something which incentivizes you to log in and play. Um, but I think having... I know I play Apex Legends and they go with that. And so I still feel incentivized to log in to get those those free rewards. But sometimes I look and see uh, the battle pass where you pay like $5 or however much for. And I'm like, ooh, you do get a lot more. And those skins look nice. And it is guaranteed mm-hmm. if I play. Yeah. Um, the only issue is that like... So, I mean, I guess if it's the same stuff that's in the Black Lion chest, it's not a big issue. Because I like the idea... That the Black Lion chest, I just don't have to interact with at all if I didn't want to. So, like, I'm happy. I'm happy not buying any Black Lion chests ever, and that's what I do. Um, and then when I get a yeah. Black Lion key as a reward, I'm happy about that. So I get to participate in it at my own leisure if I'm lucky and find it in game. But with a battle pass, I suppose that wouldn't be able to happen because you wouldn't get a battle pass drop from any rewards, probably, right? I mean, yeah. unless like there was a chance that like say that they didn't uh, completely do away with Black Lion chests and then they made them like part of some of the tiers or something like, I mean, I think they'd have to tweak things, right? So like I could see them doing something like that where like, you know, because um, I think this is in Destiny 2. They also will have something where it's like you open up a box and there's a choice of there's like a chance of five different things in it or something. Um, so like you could have something kind of like that that could be part of the incentives that then like yeah maybe somebody could still get for free and that could kind of introduce you or like you'd have a way to just get that one thing Um, but yeah I mean I I engage about the same way you do Boots with when it comes to Black Lion Um, but I know that many other people don't so like for me it's I think I would rather have I think I would rather lose my little moments in the wild where I'm like, oh, a key, yay! Like, <laughs> I think I would rather lose that and, like, just get direct rewards for, like, playing through the track even as, like, a free, like, free player and going, hey, what can I do? Oh, I only need this much. Okay, great, well, then I'll do that next time. Or, like, you know, or whatever that would entail versus, like, the loot, yeah, the loot boxes still being in-game. Yeah, okay, that that's fair. That is a good... Um call out as well the plunder pass so rift apparently does do a battle pass which is but rift like Triumph back in the day was like switched their model and they just royally screwed over themselves unfortunately they went for that money grab cash grab before they they 
drifted away or drifted away. Um, wow. Oh, that was pretty bad. Um, yeah, that was good. It wasn't bad. The game was great. And like, they just were like, yep, yeah, we need money. And all of a sudden, now you can buy power. It was like, oh, really? <laughs> um, it was upsetting because the game was genuinely amazing. Uh, some of the best rating I've ever played. Oh my God, I miss that so much. Um, but one of the best battle passes out there is actually Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves battle pass is so good because it's free. <laughs> like, it's just... And well, the free bit which you were talking about, Kruv. But you know how you get the... You know how um, on the top layer, the free one... I wonder if I can find a picture of it. I'll try and find a picture of it. You can get free things for every level in the sea of thieves one and all you pay for extra are the skins like every five or six levels they're very cool skins but they're not like you know forcing you to buy it because really playing the game is the reward obviously because sea of thieves is very much about the experience built in the game it's not about building power or anything it's about playing the game and getting the skins and looking cool but also the pvp and just the general awesomeness of the game because it's great sorry i like sea of thieves a lot um and it's it's just a really really good way of getting people to encourage people to play the game be in the game and then to you know think about earning money in terms of you know other ways you know but just also having a player base like and so rather not that, just thinking about like cash and money i guess how does that work then though like you play through the battle pass and then yeah. at certain opportunities when you've put in enough hours you unlock the opportunity to buy something with no, real money I'm, I'm explaining it wrong um like so you know you know how you've got I was like you know Jeff, maybe it is better that you explain stuff to Boone. no no, no, like, no. so there is like i don't think that is i think i explained it to crew I, ex I explained it to Kruf, like like Kruf knows what I'm talking about in terms of battle passes. So you've got the free version. If you know what? battle passes well, like you've got a fr the free version on top and underneath you get the paid version, which is the extra yeah. reward you get. So in Sea of Thieves, the free version is really good. Like it's not like, you know, you can get skins, you can get money, you can actually get... Um, Real world money? I think you can Ooh. get slight tokens for the store as well or something as well. But like you can get really genuinely good skins. But if you pay for the other one, which is about 10 bucks, you get extra extra stuff. You get extra bits. So like okay. the thing is, the value is worth it. If, if you want the extra skins, I guess, like it's okay. But like the free version, the free battle pass, which gets you to come into the game and play it a bit like dailies, which is what MMOs do, because dailies are basically like an MMORPG's way of doing it. Like, they went from dailies to battle passes. That's what Fortnite did. Like, and they, but they encompassed dailies into the battle pass because to actually fill up the stars. That's what the system is. It's fucking ridiculous. But like, Same that's how it, it evolved. Yeah, it just evolved to a battle pass. That's what dailies are. If they did that in Guild Wars 2, rather than just logging in every day, because you can log in, like, every day, and sure, you get dailies where you get rewards, but, like, other things in the game which are more difficult to do, like playing the game for a certain amount of time, and I guess, like, there are so many dailies in Guild Wars 2, essentially, you're in the game for, like, days anyway, trying to complete a daily, because there's so damn many. I guess I'm just... I like the idea of a battle pass. I think battle passes are fun and cool and awesome and enjoyable, to a point, as long as they're not too ridiculously expensive. And you're doing a, a finger thing, Kruf. I know I kind of rambled a bit. <laughs> I just saw Boots' face shift. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What yeah. happened? What did, your face, what did your face shift to? Oh, it went from... nothing. 
<laughs> talk about what you're thinking and feeling. I know I well, ramble. Just sometimes I listen things. to you and then I react to the things you say. But what did That's you react true, active to? Active listening, Jebro. Active listening. Active listening. Yeah, but you when but like active listening. I think it was that right. when you said. Yeah, okay, I will so tell you. Yeah. Active, active when listening you said, goes hand when in you hand said with there responses. There are so many dailies in Guild Wars Two that it takes you a full day to do a daily. No, it takes you more than it takes you a <laughs> couple like, of days to do it. It takes you a long time. And like, like it takes Whoa. you a couple of days to do a daily. It was a joke. It was a bad yeah. joke. Oh, was it a joke? That's <laughs> a bad joke. It's English cynicism. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Being pedantic. Oh my God. I have, I have, sometimes I remember that like I, I'm there's not many British people here, and I and I get it. So sometimes the things flow over the head. It's okay. What's your mean, bro? I'm British. That's a thing. <laughs> I'm just a pedantic bastard. Um, um, and yeah, also sometimes I, mean, I, do... I do trash shit as well. I do think that overall Guild Wars 2 gives you plenty of options. I agree. I mean, we pointed out right at the start. I think that you should be able to get mount skins and stuff like that in game. Yeah. I. I find it very strange that you can't, to be honest. Um, I, I think that in a game that's very fair in many ways and how it deals with everything else, it's a very strange thing that these mount skins are still, for some reason, tied specifically to Black Lion. I do like, want to talk about that once you're done. Sorry, continue. Oh, I mean, go ahead if you want. I mean, go ahead. Well, I'm going to say, forward. Can, I, can I just say one thing? We're going to cut the burnout section out of this, <laughs> out of this podcast because I don't want to go on until the, rent, the end of the Because we don't want to. Burnout? Well, we're going to burn this. Yeah. We're going to burn out on this conversation first before we do anything right. else. Um, uh, yeah, so the. Um, so, okay, let's say right now Arena really wants to put mount skins as rewards in game. How do they do it without making portions of the player base upset? Because they've held out for so long putting them in game as rewards in game. Wherever they start putting them is going to be the, you know, the guardian of ArenaNet's content, right? They're going to be like, okay, they, they care so much about this particular content. That's why they're putting this as a reward in this content. Uh, and it's going to make everybody else upset. So how are they going to put it in as a reward in the game without making everybody who doesn't play that content upset? But, uh, I mean, I like, just loved Kerf's face. That was good. I think I have a, a mentality of like, you cannot please everyone. That I mean, I agree. I agree. But... Just but because you're not where going are they gonna to, put it? just because I'm not going to affect everyone's lives, doesn't mean I shouldn't try to affect some people's lives. Aww. And I think there there are ways, you know, to make it less painful. Maybe like cycle through. You know, you like one one month you add a mount skin to a strike mission. One month you do it to a fractal, or um, one month you give it to a PvP reward track or something. Or I don't know. Would it be the same skin or different skins? Um, it, it could be different skins because that would also incentivize people to try out different content. There you go. Um, I think it would be smart. You know, if I haven't gone into PvP for a long time, but if they introduced a reward track or a vendor to PvP where if you played a lot of games and had those ascended shards or whatever from ranked uh, modes and you could purchase a unique mount skin from PvP, I'd be like, you know what? Hey, I'm more incentivized to play PvP. So, so really, it sounds mm -hmm. like it sounds like they can't just put one mount skin in the game as a reward they need to put one mount skin of each type in as a reward for each type of content i think that would be nice i don't think it would need to drop all at once but 
just something for you know higher ups to keep in mind is like you don't want all of the rewards to be focused into one specific thing i think that is smart what you pointed out but uh we have a lot of mount skins in game already and i think some of the mount skins that you can buy on the gem store might not really be you know if in my opinion i wouldn't pay gems for some of the mount skins like the ones where they are just simply increasing the die channel options that you have and give you a slight different texture but it's the same model no effects i think some of those would be more akin to what i would like to see earnable in guild wars 2 but um yeah it, it it's a live service game, so it can be solved in one go. <laughs> Conversely, probably the best solution would be to put all earnable mount skins as rewards from dungeons. Okay, Bruce. <laughs> you know, right. if you really wanted to resurrect dungeons, that would surely be one way to do it. I go. mean, like, they already did a little patch Rooney on dungeons. Uh, that exactly. Was really I think uh, it's in preparation for this. I think, I think, right? yeah. oh, yeah, absolutely. If, if, I think if people think they are trying to revive dungeons by did that with that patch they put in, I think they will be sorely mistaken. Well, um, I mean, I <laughs> did. You know what? I'm playing more dungeons than I ever have before. Yeah, but why? Yeah, yeah, yeah but which, which dungeons yes. are you? Yeah. Skins, Jebro. I can give you you the Here's the thing, though. I genuinely don't care which dungeon. I've seen people be like, but this means that this dungeon's going to die. I'm sorry, that was maybe more... That was Oh my I'm goodness. Sorry. Um, Damn, Rook has me. some very Woof. severe reactions and emotions sorry. to people. I guess, I guess, okay. I guess I should explain. I know no, why Rook, people. No judgment. That's fu- You can do that. I feel you. You're just no, having a laugh. You. You're not being hot. I, like, just, I know, I know, I know. But I, okay. I personally want to clarify because I know that dungeons do matter to people and that they have a spot in people's hearts. <laughs> and that but they sound like that. Yes, but that they also. <laughs> Pretty good impression, though. But that, you know, there was potential with that kind of mode. But truly, really, we are 3x packs in now. They are not doing more dungeons. The dungeons are done. They not do and they've not do them after the first expansion. They have not yeah. done them ever since. They have not done anything. And it seems like constantly we get new stuff, new content, new things in this game, great new horizons, great story, and people still come in like, but they still didn't do dungeons. And do like they, I, really, they don't do that. They would hundred percent. I've gotten many comments on my videos on reviews and they're like, I really wanted dungeons. And I'm like, when was the last time you played Gold Wars 2? Didn't we get mini dungeons though in the in End of Dragons? Yes, and I love those, like the oh, little mini world. ones in the in the open world. Yeah, yeah, like the thing is, is that I understand why they mattered to people, but I also think we have to move on. It is content they chose not to develop, and there were many reasons for it. And I've seen people even since with this currency chain be be so upset because they're like, now this dungeon will never be run. And I'm like, it is dead content that they are not actively <laughs> developing. You're like, y'all, you it's literally it like it is dead. literally like three people in a corner, just like with a, in, on a leaderboard of different characters, just like timing themselves. And whereas, like, and I and I get like people, it's it's true, Rogue. You're right. You know the reason they, they do it. Because just, I mean, they the, certain, the, I'm not going to say the, the word. <laughs> it's not no, right. and it's, but like, the I know thing what you is, mean. Is that I don't want to undermine why people love it because I know that you do. But at the same time, boy, howdy, does it just draw back the energy always in a way that does not even need to be said or voiced or done? Like this is not content they are going to develop. We have to accept that. 
So with this currency change that came so unexpectedly, what I wanted to say about it is the fact that I have seen Kruf, just like you said, more people than ever wanting to do dungeons. And like, if you get people in the door because they realize, hey, this one I could never get cues for, this one that I could never figure out, this one that I could never do, but now I can get the gear I wanted from it. Like, you might even see those players engaging with this in a way that they haven't, wanting to try the other dungeons to get the story. Like, they they changed a lot of stuff here with this in a, in a small way, but, like, in a way that I think was important. So all of this to say, no, I don't think they should put mount skins. Yeah, in that's dungeons. what I was wondering. You don't think that <laughs> because you don't, you don't think that. Also, you don't really get mounts in core game anyway. So no, so like I just like I don't. What think if they were only usable in the dungeons? Like a new mount only <laughs> oh usable. God. I think I in don't dungeons. even need to look at your face right now. And I can just hear in your voice <laughs> what you're trying to do. I actually thought that I was streaming dungeons and I was like, it's so great that I can't mount up in a dungeon. I was so used to mounting up anyway. <laughs> So it's um, one of those things where, oh, I see in here they locked armored story completion of dungeons. So, like, you still have to at least set foot in and, like, yeah. get the, you, you know. You have to do the story, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that was so smart as a way as well to, like, empower players that are new to the game and in the core story to engage with those dungeons and then get something nice cosmetically for their returns. Because let's be real, core game armor is a little rough. Like, it's just a little rough in spots. Yeah. And so to have the actual armor like and stuff it. from the dungeons. Okay, it's... <laughs> I'm it's glad we'll like just say it, it's Jeff, aging. It's aging, it's, perhaps. It's realistic fantasy rather than like. Yes, it's different know. in design. I like mm -hmm. the the design, but the pixels are pixelating. The pixels are pixelating. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Um, I'm just taking them. No, but Jeffro, you're right. And like, <laughs> there are people who will like that style more, right? Or like that kind of more realistic fantasy, medieval fantasy. They don't want to be Rainbow Sparkle Barf like me, and I accept that. Um, but yeah, I think that there are many <laughs> ways to amazing. do this. Sorry. There are many, thank you. There are many ways to do this. I even saw in chat the suggestion of like release the same skin, but kind of like how we have the variants now for Oreen. Make like different variants that have you know minor cosmetic whatever for different game modes. Yeah. So like you could release a whole set across the board for different game modes, but have again these minor variations. Or I don't know. I I think that Kruf, what you said makes the most sense to me. Release them here or there into the game. Make them achievements for a variety of things. I mean, you could even put one behind newer map completion, like complete. All all the maps in a new expansion there you get a mount like Ooh. like that would be <laughs> like a, i think that would be a good compromise to reach both from casual to hardcore yeah. and honestly the raids are already really accessible if this was a currency based thing right you don't even have to clear a boss to still get currency so you can go in and you can just try to the best of your abilities and, you know, you'll still get some return, um, which I think a lot of people don't realize because it's very different than other MMOs. So if they did something like that, again, I think it would still be accessible. Of course, if you locked it behind something like the challenge modes of strikes, that would be really rewarding if it was gorgeous and it was like a really great skin. Um, but of course, that would be for endgame players as a reward mm -hmm. and you would have to do that. And I think that's also valid, you know? True. Yeah, I I think I think I think them them doing the whole currency thing, like you said, you know, dungeons is a is a dead mode. People people don't stream it, people don't play it, people don't. And yeah, sure, there's gonna be a little bit of insurgence of gameplay for dungeons, like when they change the currency, because obviously now I have three thousand. So if you don't know of context, they changed 
in, when do a, especially if you're a newer player if you're a player who's never really engaged in dungeons much and you haven't had to farm a specific rune is it monk rune which i think i've farmed that so yeah. much um which is a healing support yeah. rune which is only available uh, in the dungeon or by maybe getting rid of some armor or whatever and um what are they gonna do the dungeon reward tracks for pvp and what was world they're still the same. This is the same. Um, like it, they, they just changed the currency. That's literally all they did. I guess. Um, yeah, all right. But like, it seems less interesting. It's... Sorry. <laughs> 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 we'll forget what I'm talking about, <laughs> which is what I just did. Um, but like, so, so what they did is they changed all the miniature currencies, the currency you have for specific dungeons. So it was like Ascalonian tears or whatever. It wasn't. But, like, you would have a, dun- a dungeon currency for a dungeon. They just made it so it's just one currency across the whole thing, which is good um, because now people can go and do one dungeon, they can farm that, and they can get the items from others. It's going to be just really mainly for the skin looks, which they can unlock as well. It gives more ex- access to skins, which, you know, people we've been talking about to a degree as well with the Black Lion Chess. It kind of goes back there. Um, and and to get things like rune sets because there is rune sets in here. There's aristocracy. There's monk. There's other things which are pretty good. Um, and might be more available in the future as well. In in new metas and stuff as well. You know, it opens up a little bit more access to different things, different different runes and stuff which people may not have had access to before. Um, but yeah, you know, it's in the long run, it's not going to increase dungeon participation that much. It's just gonna. It's just easier to get some stuff you need. Um, and it will do in the future. It's hope. I mean, I would love them to do dungeons. I've always loved dungeons. I thought dungeons were great. I didn't. I didn't think they needed to not have them. I just don't think they fully fleshed that one out for some reason. I, I think time was a thing as well. Like it was just like they were great and they were good and they were fun. But I don't think the systems were there. I don't think they had the. I still think you know, and we can talk about this, Kruf. One day we will do an LFG podcast. Um, yes. <laughs> I promise you, but like an LFG yes. is like, and this is going way off topic. Um, so I'm going to stop it in a second. But like LFG was like one of the main things, which you know is probably the reason that does isn't a thing. And it, one of the reasons, yeah, I think it's probably also ascended gear is another reason uh, because True. they wanted to introduce ascended gear into the game, and they did it later after the game was released right they did it yeah. uh you know to give something to people to do at level 80 uh and in order to give get it give ascended gear to people they made fractals and they chose to make fractals essentially mini dungeons mm. and that just kind of dungeons they're dungeons i mean we, we know they're, dungeons, small, they're dungeons but they're, they're smaller yeah, than they dungeons are mini dungeons. Uh, they are the, yeah the initial design of dungeons i feel was too grand for you know a consistency well no i think i think that's fair but i think more than that i think it's the reward system is the issue with dungeons and it's because they had a specific reward system that they introduced for dungeons and you get special armor you get special weapons you get and each one is like in their own little pocket right now it's changed obviously but they were all in their own little pockets yeah and then when they introduced the center gear the gear that everybody's going to want from then on forward uh and they made it a very comparable thing they made fractals which is very similar to dungeons they can't make new dungeons after that because they'll go back to the old dungeon reward structure and it's not as good as the ascended gear that you get from fractals so they can't do that anymore i think there's something to be said about the scalability and like long-term playability of dungeons because 
I think it's very different experience having if you were someone who played them at release or like farmed them at the end of core game, like when that was current content versus somebody that comes in now. I find that like going into a fractal for me feels more like a balanced experience right like i i truly believe that dungeons did just evolve into fractals because if you look at what dungeons are yeah. in other mmo that is what fractals are right this kind of instanced content that is essentially like a wing of a dungeon it is like dungeons as we would think of them in core game guild wars 2 i mean um that is how most other MMOs structure it. It's, uh, you know, a, a small adventure that you take with a party. And with fractals, with like the scaling system and other things with that, you get like uh, an increased level of challenge. But even so, when you go in, it feels like a much more directed, you know, we go through, here's this trash, here's our stuff. We fight the boss. The boss has this little mechanic. We do this thing. Whereas in dungeons, if you come in now as a new player to run those and you manage to get a group, most likely who are veterans that want to run with you, unless you and all your new player friends want to go in together... It's like, what is even happening? <laughs> like, the That's other people are so far beyond you. They're doing weird tricks where they're standing oh, on a yeah. rock and they're falling off at exactly the right angle to get over somewhere. There's a whole hallway of traps. No one waits for you. No, you don't know where you are. <laughs> You're like, did you fight a boss? Where's the boss? <laughs> like, hey, how do I exist in this space? Uh, yes. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. But that's more like how people interact with it nowadays. Like the people who only do dungeons, how they interact with that. Yeah. Rather than the content itself. The content itself, I would say, is more dungeons turn into fractals just like yeah. raids are turning into strikes. They're very similar transition in both yeah, scenarios, that's, right? that's something mm -hmm. that they've they've done since the launch of this game. They've, they've not been afraid to experiment. It's the polite way I'm going to put that. Um, and also, <laughs> like, and I think that's good, you know. It's, it's important to be innovative, and they have been innovative and in the MMORPG market because they've been here for 10 years, almost. You know, we're, we're there, like, for so long. They're still going. There's still people playing their game, and there are very valid reasons for that. Um, and there are many MMOs over that course of that time period where, you know, they have gone by the wayside, and they still are. Like, even new ones coming out, they're dying like they're not able to continue that longevity i think at the moment it feels like if you've been around for 10 years now you're going to be around for a while longer because you know yeah. you've got that player base and it's difficult to switch over anyway the the whole dungeon conversation is very difficult because they had an eye because fractals are very different to dungeons in one big huge massive way and it's access access is like the big thing it's all about access dungeons are a, are a classic mmorpg language and understanding of leveling through an mmorpg like classic from the from the day they're invented i don't know when the first dun instance dungeon came in it's probably world of warcraft um but like i can't remember maybe it was something else but like you know this is a thing that you know as you go along in an MMORPG you know you're going to hit a dungeon depending on which level you're going to be whether or not it's every 10 whether or not it's every 5 whether or not it's like 16 and then 18 or whatever it is in, in WoW and you know the experience you're going to get you're going to get a couple of bosses you're going to get trash you're going to get the things then Guild Wars 2 changes it up and says you know <laughs> like it's it's fractals like is the end game for small pie content like instant content and it's smaller and it is another gear set which is something which Boots brought up which is a very valid point as well um you know that's the transition from exotic gear to then ascended gear which makes sense and also dungeons at level 80 you can or slightly under you can start 
doing explorable actually no you can just start doing explorable like 30s 40s can't remember but like yeah something like that to get rares then it's rares then it's exotics then it's ascended technically um and dungeons were back in the day dungeons were the end game you know raw or flame those specific things they were the end game along with temples um which were in awe and then so they there was this classic kind of transition and then dungeons got left behind obviously because of ragdolls which came in really early in the game by the way this isn't like a you know this wasn't like a new thing this this has been they've been around almost since launch you know there was i feel like that was always the plan like fractals were always the plan i don't think they were going to develop dungeons further i mean go and look when the first fractal was released trust me like they, you, would, you know, they it was like six, to, six months yeah. into the game. Yeah, it'd be weird if they weren't time. developing it. They would have. Yeah. They and also the dungeon team was disbanded very, very early into. I yeah. think they were disbanded maybe before launch. I want to say almost. I think or really close to launch. Like they don't actually disbanded that team. Um, I don't think anyone even. Well, it's been a long time. It works anymore. Anyway, general point is they had a function. It worked at the time. They don't work anymore. Get smaller versions, get fractal versions of the dungeons into Endgame. Like, use that content. Use the bosses that were fantastic that I actually love and some of the mechanics in there because it, it is really good. Like, the dungeons yeah. are great. And like you said, like, as a community, when well, that's just a personal opinion, maybe. No, they when, are great. Like, I don't think... Well, I think there's actually issues with fractal bosses, too. But I wouldn't consider fighting a boss and you never see their mechanics as being great and that's yeah but that's because of the, that was because of power like if you leveled through the game and you played them in story mode they were genuine and the balance was genuine. so much different back then too like yeah. there was no break yeah. bars yeah, that's why I'm like, there was, I wouldn't want there was only defiance and yeah i don't think dungeons need to come into fractals if anything i think fractals need to be into the more classical design because i feel like the one thing if you have the word fractal you'll always think of Damn it, we need this podcast as well <laughs> we do we do we have pretty uh, much set off on a whole nother podcast have, right now really which have. is good this is okay Karif, but what i'm just gonna say is like if you keep the title of fractals and that with, with that title you'll always think of agony resistance but i would love to see agony's resistance go because it is a huge barrier to entry for people and it feels almost unnecessary uh at, at this point so i would love to see you know for marketing purposes and you know for branding for fractals to kind of be funneled into the more classical dungeon idea yeah and then the tiers can still exist and so you'll have tier one your easy end game dungeons tier mm. two harder tier three agony level dungeons where they're incredibly difficult um so you take you're and, talking change the language so it's marketed to people so they understand what the hell fractals are before they even get into yeah the game. i would say yeah. change the language around fractals but importantly just change yeah. the agony resistance system and the core dungeons i find mm. them as being a really great progression so if we're looking yeah. at strike missions as a way to progress to raids i see dungeons as a very obvious progression into fractals so i don't think they really need to touch dungeons no. um yeah. as much maybe some of the rewards oh. could be streamlined because Ooh. it is weird that when you go and <laughs> okay. you're trying to gear through dungeons and get your exotics you have three sets of armor and three sets of weapons yeah. with only three stats that's very old guild wars 2 design i would love to see that updated but yeah, this is a whole other podcast about Dungeons and Fractals. Yeah, we've got, we got to have some thoughts here. Like, uh, sure. I don't mind. We, just because it's another job doesn't mean we can 
can't pipe in on this because Rook yeah. was doing some. <gasps> oh. Well, I had a mm. a boots listens to Jebro talk facial journey that I had to just take yeah. while listening to Kroof this time around. Um, I oh, it's so this is so tough. I do actually okay. I want to say, just in case anybody thinks I'm a terrible dungeon hater monster, I actually like the oh, idea no, and that. concept of dungeons. <laughs> oh, I mean, I definitely am, but um, I actually Sorry. like the concept of dungeons, but, Kruf, I think you both hit the nail on the head and then said some other things that I was like, maybe I just have Absolutely to Absolutely not. <laughs> um, no, because for me, I agree with you 100% on the fact that we need fractals more in this game, right? Like, one of the problems for me right now is the fact that if you're looking for just like a range of instanced pve content to do in the game it's kind of weird like there's weird niches and there are certain things that you can run like strikes Ranger. are becoming much more with like the new stuff but it's not like when i log into many other games and i'm like oh, i just want like a chill dungeon and i just go and i queue in and there it is and i have fun and i do my little instance thing right um so for me i think the really big thing is actually trying to figure out and they've been working on this it seems like but hone in on what they want from this type of content figure out what they want in the game to include that kind of instance content and then as much as possible bridge the gap in introducing that to players so like you were saying i think fractals the lore of fractals has almost bizarrely restricted them in a way that has made them so detached from the actual action and in the moment kind of thing it's not like you're playing through this story and then you get to the point where, like, oh, here's this piece of action about what's actually happening right now. We have a fractal of it. And then it goes into fractals, right? It's this thing where it's like, it's a vision of another world and time. <laughs> and I'm like, this is cool, and I love how it ties into Mist's lore and everything, but please just give me instanced content that, like, plays into what's happening. So they've started transitioning strikes into that, and I do like the concept of getting wild with certain, like, fractals and the possibilities of things like the Mist's. But I feel like they almost need to figure out a way to loophole in actual things like the story content of the dungeons in the base game, which were real happenings that affected the story, and also build out your understanding of the world and Destiny's Edge, right? But I do think they need to touch those. And I do think that long term, there would be a greater benefit to reworking those into fractals. They could maybe rework them into raids, but I don't really think that would be something, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know if that would work as well. Make that story mode version into something like a fractal. Make it an actual piece of content that is taught to new players so that they know what fractals are. They know how to engage with them. They know what the rewards are. They get all the story because as you go through in chat, there was this great suggestion. Like, I want them to be turned into kind of like fractals, but then implemented into the story itself where you like have to do them at certain points. So so then you go and you do that story and you do the fractal. And of course, LFG is a whole other component of this. But then you come back and you work the rest of the story because there are huge gaps in your understanding if you never figured that out or didn't do it. And then when you do get to fractals, you're like, where did these come from? And what is this? And what is this portal for? And why am I doing this? And how do I get a group for it? And where is... And I love those like pieces of content, but they need to bridge the gap. And I think it would make the most sense to me to do it with the the materials and the assets and everything that they already have in dungeons in the core game um and then hopefully yes like let us please keep 
implementing fractals more into the game as a part of the flow of what we do in this game because um we need that kind of content we need group content we need instance content we need pve that isn't just open world or like high end <laughs> in whatever range that is i just got a call back to the the, the red t-shirt guy in the audience for the half horns <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need PvE that's not boring. Oh. <laughs> boring is exactly oh. what he said. Sorry, it was just no, 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 no. I'm not saying that you're saying that. It was just that that one line. It was just like the guy popped into my. I was there, so I saw it. It was like it was just so funny. But like, it isn't boring. A it's, brave, it's brave definitely soul. Definitely not doing that. That that was a brave soul. What a dick. Um, anyway, <laughs> like, but yeah, I I agree. The flow. I think. I think that's a big problem in, in Guild Wars 2. Flow is is definitely, like, a problem. And it, in America, like, I, d I don't know if work or flow and workflow is a thing in England. It definitely wasn't when I was there, like, six years ago. But flow is definitely a word, especially in, like, working when you're in a business or anything. Like, we all have a flow of how we do things, you know? We go from one place to another place, and it makes it easier depending on how we transition between different objects, things, people, etc., and it's you got it good uh, <laughs> like, it, that is a big problem and like because they have this different content every single time and funnily enough rookery they may they may be doing this right they may be doing this now their flow may have changed because of the um uh new player experience which a lot of people aren't experiencing other than if you're a brand new player or with a brand new account because they're doing that whole thing, aren't they? The new marketing thing where mm -hmm. they're doing the whole. And I saw it, saw it the other day. Someone put a screenshot on Twitter. There was this new UI and stuff, um, and it was something about a mount and being able to unlock it really early in the game, mm -hmm. like really yes. low level. Um, I actually had somebody in my chat who was a new player who said that they had unlocked a uh, raptor i think yeah. in the core game yes yeah. that's right yeah you exactly. get to try raptor for i think around a day or two uh it's only limited amount of time but, but if you, you buy it. the game you can have access to it now i'm not sure about the language and it, the way it was worded it looked like if you bought the core game you could get the you could get that mount specifically forever and i was like wait a minute what buy the game do you mean buy the expansion because you're buying essentially you're buying path of fire at the very least because half months mm -hmm. are free and it's like, it's like okay so what are you buying it's and it seemed a bit confusing so if anyone does have that screenshot i'd love to see it so i can show on the screen actually oh i really need to find that yeah someone find it um <laughs> like, but it, it is i wonder i i do wonder and i would want i really want some insight from marine now on this on on the ui and some of the systems and how they're transitioning new players to that content because i think that's such an important i'm going to put that down as a podcast idea um it's really really good it's a really really good topic um just like content in guild wars 2 the f uh, the title is the flow in guild wars 2 there you go that's it that's going to be a good podcast but i i totally agree like there is a lot of disconnection and i think that has happened because they switch between different ideas of content they want to do i.e the seasonal living world stuff because they switched from that idea to the living world in terms of something more manageable where they produce it every month every couple of months or so like an episode as i 
compared to the every two weeks that they've done originally because they switched from that content and this is an extreme example to the living world stuff they lost an entire season of the story where players felt so disconnected for nine years that that that, that is like a perfect example of a lack of flow there was a missing bit and like Ruger, you said before how in how like on the last episode i can't remember if boots and rick uh crew were here talking about that story missing story like you were always like i know these things now like i i know this this oh, was right. missing this was not there and like that was such a missed experience for a long time so you can imagine how people feel disconnected from the game at times even just replaying the story and i do wonder where that happens along the line of everything actually <laughs> because if you think about it gear is there is a big disconnect some of the biggest view videos on on uh, guild wars youtube's probably ascended gear how to get it where to get it because there is no explanation like, there's no understanding hardly other than a few little bits of garble here and there and then there's the disconnection of like how you get into modes pvp how you get access to that what you need for that what do you need to wear armor do you need to wear do do like well how how does that work world v world what what's that is it the same as pvp will i just be 80 if i go in there at level two like there's all this information which really is lacking in the game i really want to see that leveling experience i'm wondering if we can all get i would love to have all our cams like all our game versions all four of us get a brand new account new core game and just have everything like side by side and see if we can see some of that, that UI and some new information anyway I tried it recently I didn't get anything you didn't I get anything so I wonder I didn't if get it's... anything I was you... so sad I think they detect but... like your yeah maybe they've already got your information my email that I never used no 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 not the email <laughs> my but IP. like your IP I don't know I don't know laws around that and what that what that entails but potentially that could be a thing I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I rambled for a while. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, the disconnection, like, is there. And I think Rooker has, like, felt it, especially, like, you know, I, I, you've been playing the game rages anyway. But, like, even just, like, from when you started playing, like, some of the connections, you're probably like, where, where are we? Like, what's happening? Why are we here? And you're talking about dungeons, and I was like, yeah. Like, if you go in there now, I was thinking about Ascalonian Catacombs, and I was thinking, damn, those traps are repressive. They are awesome. They are awesome. <laughs> Awful. Like they are just putting you on the floor every opportunity. And then you're right. People just stand on top of the random columns and pillars and stuff and DPS the boss from range. And yeah. I was like, all these things are popping in my head. And I was like, that's just a. That was the community coming out of different tactics at the time. Design but makes... flaws. No, I mean, but yeah, that oh, kind of thing yeah, is yeah, okay yeah, yeah. at the time. But oh, like later it? down the line. <laughs> It absolutely it. is, but like ten years ago. Well, but crew, remember, enough, I have a whole video coming out about this. Well, but, but remember, yeah. MMORPG design ten years ago is very different to now. And back then, well, that no, no, was no, no, like no. a standard thing. Oh, it definitely was. No, like, Guild Wars Two was a great innovator on that front. Oh, yeah, it, it was well, like, yeah, yeah, of course. It was a but huge like, aspect of Guild Wars 2's game. Well, spoilers so, for my so, upcoming so, video. Um, <laughs> But like, well, you Guild Wars still... 2 never had structure. Guild yeah, Wars yeah, yeah. 2 never had dungeon structure. And I think that's something that bit them in the ass. And they quickly course corrected in Heart of Thorns to have a structure. Not just in terms of 
you know, what the boss does, but also in terms of the roles people have to fulfill. It was all damage. And then people just had oh, to find yeah. ways yeah, to yeah. just kill things. There was never that traditional sense of a new player coming in and going, oh, this is much like other MMOs where you have someone controlling the aggro, someone mm -hmm. healing and the people doing damage. So I think Guild Wars 2's early dungeon was... It didn't set them up for success. <laughs> no, I mean, well, that's what I'm talking about. Like back in the day, that's what other games did. Like game, like a oh. lot of games at the times. Absolutely, yeah. Of course they did. What? Like they were just World of Warcraft, Rifts. But, but they were done. But they were dungeons in the same way. If you think about the, I'm not saying like the composition of a team or a party. I'm talking about boss mechanics. I'm talking about just like what a dungeon is. Like the idea of what a dungeon is. That's why they call them dungeons. And the reason why they're called fractals is because they're trying to be innovative and different. That's why they change the name of the things, because they're trying to be different. Like, you know, with mounts, they... Like, mounts is a classic example for arena net, even though they're called mounts. <laughs> but, like, they've done it so differently. Like, fractals is their take of dungeons, and they're doing it their way. And if you look at the dungeon and what it is compared to other games, the one thing that isn't the same is composition, but that's Guild Wars 2's core like thing you know but now they're more traditional probably in that sense but in terms of dungeons like everything else is pretty similar like you know in terms of other than mechanics of the game like dodging which is just independent for every game like there's still a boss there's still trash in between just kind of what Rokuri was saying earlier and it was the idea of what people wanted to see because they're just used to it and they just that's what an MMORPG is in terms of like bosses and stuff it was not it was pretty easy it's most of the time like you can stand in the spot and you can kind of fudge it that's you can oh, argue exactly. that that's what i'm talking about that's the specific thing i'm talking about um and as a community you kind of develop these tactics and these strats and like if you come in later into the game like years later it's just gonna look like an absolute festival because you're like oh this is really easy and kind of crap because like we're just standing here and doing this one thing <laughs> and that's it but like when you're a community and i'm getting to my point when you're community building those strategies and you're just starting the game and you're all like level and i think this is what boots probably enjoys about enjoyed about like similarly to me in the first place was playing those early experiences where no one was level 80 no one was high end in the game and you're all just running in there together and you have no idea what the fuck's going on and you're just like damn this is so because it was genuinely so good i will never forget yeah. going into escalonian yeah especially escalonian catacombs when you're like when you first figure out that you have to pick up the rock and put it on the the thing that was revolutionary mm -hmm. it was yeah and it was like right? this is like D D. <laughs> yeah those things are fun That's those things true. i enjoyed like yeah. it was that I, I just feel like this might be a rose-colored glasses situation where you're oh, like no, absolutely about no 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 but like it's not a yeah it's, i'm not saying those systems need to come back or anything i'm just explaining the feelings Good. and thoughts of like back <laughs> then because because it's 2022 long dungeon five man per five person content said fan is like just not feasible now people's attention spans well for one aren't that <laughs> they don't work we and like most games fit in with people's like time and like timetables and stuff the world is just a different player a lot of the things don't work the same way they used to we also don't need to have these silly systems in the games anymore because things can be quicker things can be done in different and better ways gaming's come a long way in 10 years you know <laughs> um yeah. but like i i just 
those dungeons uh i and i think you know rose colored glasses like that's that's fair that's definitely fair there's like at the time i have a lot of good memories of those dungeons doesn't mean they're bad or anything else but i don't know i i really enjoy i sh- i share boots's enthusiasm for the old school fun times but like in terms of like quality differences in strategies and stuff comparing from dungeons to guild wars 2 now and i think about raids there are bosses which get cheesed a lot there are loads of stuff like which is similar like things where which do get cheesed but definitely and most of that is because of balance the game changed a lot as well Kriff, going back to your point with raids and stuff as well was because of like boons like boon changes yeah. like boons were like, the, one of the current, main reasons right current balance i've been doing a lot of dungeons and i have not i've very rarely encountered any of the boss's mechanics because you just burst through them all yeah you can't, um, you can't. power creep so oh, yeah, it's it's it is a huge issue about power creep and and boon up time and also the yeah. elite specs and just the inherent value of having ascended gear mm-hmm. and other features. Um, it really did so affect true. the balance because when you're playing Ascalon at that level, you only have like one specialization line and a handful of utility skills. But when you're playing it at max level, you just burst through everything because you now you have three full elite specs, you have elite specs. Um, the other specializations so yeah balance has been a tricky tricky thing and also, for yeah, <laughs> i mean like don't forget that when the game and and rick wouldn't have experienced this actually because the game had six trait lines five trait six trait lines five trait lines back in the day Is it well it six? still had the same amount of trait lines but you could you, have you didn't have to, to just pick three. You could actually yeah, put yeah, yeah. points in all of them at once, but not be specialized in a particular thing. Exactly. So the game, the Ooh. balance changed around. I'm going to try and find a picture so you can see it. But like, it used to have, it was like five. Actually, I have build videos from back then. Um, yeah, that system used, was weird. You used to be able to go, yeah, maxing. You used to be able to spend points so you could get the minor trait. Because sometimes minor traits were better than master traits. Well, that's the case now anyway, of course. Um, but like, <laughs> so you could go to a certain place. So like in Support Guardian in PvP, you would go only as far as to get the bubble on res, which is the first major trait. And you would go like hard into the other two support lines. Mm. So it was like, it was, I kind of miss it a little bit because I would like to kind of that, you know, min-maxing in a way a little bit at times. But like... Even that, like thinking about that balance as well and how much, you know, in dungeons and stuff, that that would have changed things. The game has changed so much. <laughs> I'm sorry for like rambling and like talking about the old games. I'm rambling a oh. lot. But like, it's been a week. Um, <laughs> it's been an emotional <laughs> week. And yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to say anything. Kruf, I will look forward to that video immensely mm. i am oh, very yes. very excited to see that yeah i'm working on it yes. tonight hopefully it'll be done tonight um because <laughs> yeah, it's a good one it it is a very different experience and i think that some of these strange little gaps again yeah aren't maybe as noticeable to veteran players who like throughout the evolution were able to evolve with the game right and learn these things that were changing and coming in um I did always feel a big disparity there. I honestly wish that I had gone through those dungeons first with a bunch of new players that had never done them. Like, honestly, I really wish that. And I didn't yeah. know because, you know, at the time as well, I had no idea how to even find other new players because the only people that wanted to run them were like veteran players that were really excited about them. And like, so when I went in, 
excitement is such a big thing and communities sometimes forget what it means but like this also goes back to many things that we've talked about and that i hope that they might even be addressing possibly adding in some of these training arenas possibly adding in right because Mm -hmm. the way that these are introduced and because of power creep and because of all these other things and because you don't really have a basis of understanding as a new player that they were end game content and you don't really like and they get you get mail that just tells you to go to them right (laughs) i had no idea I was expecting something from other MMOs. I was expecting something like dungeons. I was expecting, you know, and so for me coming into it, I truly did not understand even the fundamental skill set at that time that I would need to use in this. So when I talk about the hallway of traps, the reason that stands out to me so much is because I didn't know stability existed. I didn't know (laughs) what I needed to use for anything. And for me, it was like being in a hell blender because all of these veteran players, all of these veteran players like were halfway across the map. And some of this also was because at the time, newer to the game and less confident in myself as streaming, right? I didn't know Mm -hmm. how to just say, get your asses back here, so help me. (laughs) Like, so like, they were halfway across the map. There's like, (laughs) might be one person who's trying to offer me advice about like, just jump across it. Just go fast. (laughs) Just run. And I'm like, stuck in this hallway where I just keep dying and i'm like what kind of nightmare fuel is this why is this happening to me how am i supposed to get through this i literally don't understand why what is even going on with this and i'm just like dead and they keep having to come all the way back to try and res me and try to get me through and like the thing is is that i like i said i wish i could have experienced it with new players at the time of release because I love journeys that are about discovery where like, you know, you're going through like, oh my gosh, trap killed us all. Ah! <laughs> like, okay, well, what do we have? What are we supposed to, how do we get through it? Is there a way to disable it? How do Someone we go on Mesmer? Make a portal. Yes. <laughs> but, like, the, the disparity in like the disparity between a new player playing through the game at the pace that they play through now, yeah. hitting those dungeons, maybe not having a great understanding of all of their kit, not realizing that they are, and or were end game not under you know what i mean so like there's all these weird little hang-ups with it and that i think even long term like there have been several other mmos that tried to experiment a little bit more with this like exploratory dungeon kind of feel and almost all of them have had to shift away from that and make it much more streamlined mm-hmm. oftentimes i think because of the disparity and understanding and skill that causes these massive gaps between new players and veteran players running the same piece of content and so it's like having something that is oh go ahead go ahead go ahead i was gonna say also probably i mean making explorable dungeons nice especially the first time around but then uh, repeatedly repeat like to repeat it people are just gonna streamline it right people are are just gonna take the path of least resistance and then at that point uh, from a developer standpoint is probably feeling more like why do we do all this extra stuff <laughs> to make it <laughs> to make it explorable i can't even and... imagine what it's like to be a dev sometimes i just yeah i hear the stories i know what i mean yeah but it it felt so weird to me going through those and um it didn't always feel like a positive experience because i didn't feel like i understood half of what was happening and the way that i inherently wanted to engage with them 
I was being actively discouraged from doing. Actively being discouraged from trying to engage the mobs. Actively being discouraged from trying to just move through a space and explore it when people knew the shortcut, right? So, all of this to say, um, yeah, there are a lot of- this happens in every game and there's gonna be weird disparities where there are certain gaps in style of content and content dire direction changes because obviously MMOs are developed for far longer than most other single-release, single-player games. Um, so how they go back and address this, I don't really know if they will. It may just always be that dungeons are kind of what they are, and you just experience them, which is also fine. Um, but it is so important to start bridging this gap. Um, because like we've said, I think, especially with the Steam release, both with the cash mm. shop and with elements of new player experience, right? There's going to be a lot more eyes on the game and a lot more people who are trying to size up, like... Okay, what is this MMO? Maybe I never tried it before, but like, what's their cash shop like? Okay, and if I go through, what kind of content is there? Dungeons? But wait, dungeons don't exist after the. Okay, well then, but what is there but dungeon? Okay, and then, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, definitely yeah. that is like a big issue too. I know, I know a few like bigger streamers tried out Guild Wars 2 uh, for a little bit, and like, I think one of the clips I remember seeing was talking about the mounts and it was like oh man that mount looks awesome so how do you it's earnable in game how do you get it and so no it's so like yeah so <laughs> so i think that's mm -hmm. i think because because right now for whatever reason probably because they're so good um guild wars 2 is known as that mmo who has fantastic mounts it probably be would be would be a good idea to put some interesting looking mount skins at in earnable in game so that people don't get turned off by that aspect it is interesting. Like so much of the game. Oh man, this is definitely I'm written some ideas for this being a podcast. Like, you know, it's if you think about MMOs and like so MMOs that have been around for so long and you think about how do they bring the essence of what and the life and what and that MMORPG is now into the present for a new player. How do you transfer that experience when so much is reliant upon an expansion or a future experience that you need to have had in the game, whether or not it's hours, whether or not it's story locks, whether or not it's, you know, a level that you have to be to unlock a class, you know, those experiences that someone may really connect to, but doesn't get that opportunity because they have to spend the time. And all it is is just a road that you travel down. But you miss this experience. And that's why what's interesting about that Raptor experience a new player has. Like, what is the difference? Whereas, you know, older players like us, I'm sure you've all said it in some way or another. Should I boost to 80 and go and play Heart <laughs> of Thorns? And the first thing I'll say is, no, experience the world. But now, like, after now thinking about it, I'm like... Maybe go get a glider and go back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe get that new thing and then go back. But also the game is, but like that's nostalgia and that's those glasses you're talking about, Kroof, about my first experience mm -hmm. and trying to think how can that be replicated from nine years ago to now? And it's like, but they need to have their own independent experiences and maybe the best experience they can have is bringing new content to the past and you know lo locating it there i mean it's it's a very cool and awesome conversation to have um i have a video on the whole entire steam release that i also just released 
proof you oh, are no. prolific. Ooh. Let me just say. Uh, I know. Why? I don't know. These but there. there are a couple. I think I'm I'm doing many more like videos that are about the general MMO experience and how it connects to Guild Wars 2, because I think I really care about Guild Wars 2, and. I think that the Steam release, there needs to be more updates to the game before they actually launched. And I heard, we've heard that they're not going to be doing some grand overhaul because they said that they tried it in 2014 and it didn't work. But in my opinion, it didn't, it didn't just work, it made it worse. So you kind of have to go back and correct certain things that were, were messed up. Yeah. But to your point, Jebro, about um, sure. the when you when you have something further down in the game that you really want to get to i think that's actually great to have it, it it's an yeah, incentive yeah, for no, people to play my main concern is is that journey to that end goal fun is it logical is it succinct does it have structure to it well, thing, or yeah. does it leave people so open-ended that they go well is it really that worth it to get to level 80 which exactly. to many people sounds like a really like far away adventure but to us mm -hmm. we're like leveling is pretty streamlined um, I still think that, you know, leveling could be faster in many ways, but especially for newer players going on to Steam, you want to hook people. And the the old age of MMOs, like having this long, drawn-out journey, it really just isn't a thing anymore. When you're thinking about business, you really got to get people to that good stuff very quickly. So I also really am fascinated with, like, is it a matter of bringing mounts and gliders to earlier game, or is it just really putting in all the work to refine that 1 to 80 process? to then captivate people and go from there so, so are you saying ways. the are you saying maybe from one to ten is a weak point yes i think one to ten is probably the weakest point at, at gil wars 2 it which really... is which is rough because it's the most important that's what thing. i'm saying like it starts with a great hook with like the first instance yeah, and good. it immediately drops like it plummets so fast uh which is in, in part the story stuff but also in terms of gameplay when you're creating your character you don't know what your gameplay is going to be like when you're going on an elementalist you're like oh mage and then you're equipped with a dagger and you're like go play melee and you're like i didn't expect this and you're like how do i go about this how do i interact with the world mm, where do i go well i mean that that brings me to the i before of we are really going off on one today, aren't we? This, this is, is like, um, yeah, we're going to be sticking though. to the docket. I'm loving this combo, though. I'm really enjoying it. Um, just to note, I, I, that makes me think of like more uh, Eastern MMORPGs and how they have those descriptions of like with the weapons and stuff. And they even have small video sections where they're like, you know, they show you the combat and stuff. And I'm thinking, damn, they really, you're right. You're so right. And if you're an engineer and you play the game for the first time, mm. you are going to quit the game. You're going to quit <laughs> the game because you have a pistol and it's not fun. And then you're like, when uh, when do I get other weapons? And then you suddenly realize that you're an engineer and you only have three or four like choices, really. And and yeah, there is some real there is some real lack of explain, explanation things. But then I think, you know, there was a reason why we continue to play 10 years later so there was stuff there that was very innovative and different, but now maybe not as much because people need to grasp things even quicker. Because I wonder what retention was like in games back in like 10 years ago. Like how long would it take for a person to 
quit a game compared to now because i've talked about this before in steam's like 12 minutes or something i think it was longer in the past <laughs> especially because we're not that patient as a human as the human race is you know we know why that is we, we can see it at social media tiktok everything else i know i'm an old man but it's true um <laughs> like so that that is a very very interesting conversation we should definitely have and we're gonna have in the future but for now i'm gonna pull this back um way back and also look oh yeah at- if if there's something in particular we want to get to on this stream topic wise we should because i have to go cook drunken noodles pretty soon that's so, okay uh, you making fun. them for all of us or like we coming over like, if you if want to get yeah, drunk yeah, and then noodles <laughs> that's that's what drunken noodles are yeah i don't want that, i don't want that heat i'm not interested um <laughs> the heat is not fun but also oh, look at this damn, way I'm of putting out. traits into the thing this was flipping old school as well in the pvp thing and you scroll down you had all the traits I and you had slot it. them in i oh miss it so much God, we same. used to have class trainers yeah we, we used did. to have cl- we used to have people that you have to go to to, to unlock trait. these systems yeah. i think we should bring class trainers back to also teach people the game like to teach people the game not yeah. to do this to there's do also that. Not to do that, but like, a respect <laughs> tome that a guy sold that you have to go to that oh you have my to gosh. buy yeah oh yeah you can just change your your because yeah when oh god that was a big thing that came into the game you wasn't it when you're in. out of combat you like, brought that in much later yeah when you brought when you were out of combat, that's you couldn't change your build. You had to go, and, yeah, do the things. Whereas when that came in, that system, everyone like everyone lost their shit. Like they loved that. They was like, yeah, <gasps> whoa, I can change my build and all this kind of stuff. And then people, you know, they brought in um, Taco and all that stuff to do that anyway. As well later I could on, see, I don't know. I could see why they'd have to move away from something like that. I guess just for, for if- sure. With any prayer of balance yeah. ever existing at any fun. point. <laughs> but I, I actually, this is wild. I have never even seen any of these interfaces. And I've never even seen yeah. that this oh, was yeah. a thing. Can you, can you go back, for, for Rook, can you go back to the trade system? Yeah. Uh, which one? Is there, oh, look, both on the screen at the same time. The PvE and yeah. PvP. So, Good yeah, job, there's PV, PvE. So look at this. So it, very similar to now, you have five trait lines, but now you can only pick three at a time. In this, yeah. you had a point system that you put in to like advance down the line. And you didn't have to go the whole way. You could just go five into it, you go ten into it, whatever. Mm-hmm. I loved it because it added so much customizability. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's what brought about my the first Boots Bad Builds. It was like that. And I was actually sad yeah. when they went to the new version in Heart of Thorns with the specializations and stuff because it reduced it. the amount of customization so much. Yeah. And not just traits, but by going down a line, it actually gave you attributes. So yeah. attributes were not just on yeah. gear. So if yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Power, if you look at that. That makes so like you'd be like, why would you just put two points into a line and not get anything? Because you were getting stats as well. Exactly. So like the whole balance, it was so wild and complicated yeah. oh and convoluted. God. I completely creep like well wow I completely forgot about that I got eagle eyes like awesome <laughs> yeah but like there was this I was talking about earlier like there was that one train it's still in the game you know the, the res for now each class has got it they've got like a res utility specifically you know necro well it's got a bit too many but like that guardian bubble like when you just res but the, was that the bomb you put down engineer so engineer had a res trait but it was gotten taken away it was when you died (laughs) when you died you put down a bunch of med packs yeah that was one of them 
I think. It was the med packs. And, yeah. 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 And so you were able, I made a bill, you were able to res yourself with the, with the with a resurrection elixir and I think something else. You put them down as you're about to die. That's, they, what, that's how you use it anyway. They can't <laughs> stop you in time and then you get resurrected and then yeah. heal back up to full because you have all the med packs around you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. <laughs> well, that's what I've been doing that recently. I've been, playing, I've been playing core, core. The best, I still love core builds in this game. I still play them. I'm playing, I'm trying to bring bombs back at the moment in PvP. Nice. It's not working, unfortunately, because the balance is so bad. But like, you know, sorry, uh, devs. Um, it, it, they've just they've just forgotten about the game mode. Um, but like, I love the core game still. And there, there were some cool, fun, fun things. I definitely think the trait system is easier to understand now. For new players, I I think it's better than it, it is the way it is now because there's so much to this and proof like bringing back the stats in the line. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. I think that was PVE only though. I don't think that was yeah. PVP. Yeah, no, because you had your you had your amulets for PVP. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That would have been although you know what I kind of maybe want, but that would have been kind of kind of cool actually. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. Um, and there was more amulets, like I saw cleric amulet in there, which was just focused on on mainly specifically oh, healing. Oh my baby! But they did change. Okay. They changed balance because healing was ridiculous. Whereas now and damage is ridiculous. Get rid of my son. Oh. It's Celestia's my son. <laughs> I want to go over to uh, to Pride. Um, let's see that. Okay. Happy Pride Month. Okay. It is Happy Pride Month, indeed. If anyone does, I don't want to cut anyone off with any conversations and things they they were going to bring up and talk about. Um, yeah, so if they do off. want to drop that in very quickly, they're welcome to. But uh, I came over to here and then suddenly wandered off because I was going to. I'm, I'm not sure how I say say their name, and I'm probably going to butcher it. Um, I think this is a good person to stand by. Um, as we talk about this uh it's not gonna be a massively long conversation i guess because we do have to go and there's people like people have to go cook noodles um but there is um i'm blaming mostly boots <laughs> i'm joking Damn. um Tyria pride on sun uh, it's tomorrow actually tomorrow and sunday um rook reminded me yesterday actually i think we were streaming mm -hmm. i can't roll during this past week because i completely forgot um not that i've had you know loads going on um <laughs> Materia Pride, uh, LGBTQIA2 plus community um, celebrating on the weekend. It is Pride Month, people. It is Pride Month. Our awesome uh, LGBTQ family, people, um, community members within the stream on this podcast as well, allies, um, which I consider myself to be, um, will be walking on the weekend for Pride on NA and EU. Uh, Rook. Do you want to tell us any more about, like, do you want to tell us some of the deal? What are you doing for, for Pride this weekend? Is there something going on in the game? Yeah, I, well, like, Kruf, do you have plans this weekend? Or, like, were you thinking about doing um, anything on, like, Sunday? Oh, well, you just moved it to I don't know, my schedule's, like, my schedule's, like, kind of open, I guess. Uh -huh. Sunday, I might be around. Oh, my gosh, do you, like, I don't know, like, did you maybe want to go to the Pride March together? <sighs> and like I mean, I maybe with, like Glenn too, if you want to like, you know, I gotta get my community service in somehow. You know. <laughs> we are gonna be doing community service on Sunday. No, yes. oh, sorry, yes, we are. <laughs> we're gonna be uh, yes, co-streaming. 
co-streaming um, the Pride March, the NA Pride March at 4 p.m. CT on Sunday over on my channel, um, alongside Glenn on Hell. Possibly, maybe Jebro, although I need to message yeah. everybody about that, but Jeb showed some interest. But um, everybody is super, super welcome. And uh, yes, like it's going to be a fantastic time, whether you yourself are LGBTQIA+, or you're an ally. Um, come, show some support, show some love, show some visibility for these kinds of efforts and game. We're going to be raising money for even fantastic organization i got too excited i ran out of air for a second you did um <laughs> for a fantastic organization rainbow railroad which is uh what tyria pride i don't know if they raised money for it last year too but or a different one so. but um maybe it's trevor project last year maybe but there's going to be giveaways there's going to be lots of stuff and they do have eu and na times for both of those days saturday and sunday um so that you'll be able to attend if you'd like to and uh, like i said they'll give away stuff in game and then if you donate you'll also get entered into raffles for various other prizes including art commissions and things like that too so it's a great cause and it'll be a great time Awesome. Yes. Come check us out Sunday. And I believe Lara is doing it on Saturday. So if you're interested, mm -hmm. you can head over to Lara's channel tomorrow and sure. celebrate some stuff in game. Yay. <laughs> I, I will probably join you. If you don't mind a, a bald English <laughs> old man joining you, I will probably join you. Um, it is. Oh, awesome. yeah, I don't know. We'll have to talk to the council. Okay. Yeah, we'll ask everyone privately and then Ling let you know. Jebro, Jebro, I have a request for you. What? Do you have face paint? I have red face paint and blue. <laughs> and I was going to ask if you could make your bald head rainbow. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> you could also make purple <laughs> if you mix the blue and red together. Yeah, that's true. Well, I can, yeah, I can yeah, have if, a free... I mean, like if you have, I can have red blue and something you can have all the colors it would be kind yeah. of a dark rainbow it would be, it would be like a very like it, it would be maybe not the same a dark rainbow. <laughs> okay you know what i will try and work, find something i will find some things i will pride it up i promise i wish i had like can a you i mean with red and wig. blue and purple you could do like a bowie thing true I mean, I could put, like, yeah. I can do some stuff for it. I can do some stuff for it. The thing is, I'm very, like, I am, I want to be more quiet on that day. Why? Oh, okay, okay. I think, I think Rick maybe knows, maybe. Why? I don't know. Like, I mean, I just, I'm, it's my, I'm more of an, I'm, 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 yes, it's but you not... want everyone else to have their moment to shine yeah, and be there. absolutely. Their like, yeah. it's not my, it's not for me specifically it's for i am joining in because my friends it's important to them uh, and i want to support them it's not my day but i will do a thing i will try and do a thing to join in the spirit of things but do you know what i mean i mean i just think it's just a personal like yeah i understand oh yeah it's yes know. and i i think a lot of us can feel this too right that there's a sense of like especially now when there's been so much talk about this and we've seen so much more visibility of talk about this online yeah. the idea of like i don't want to infringe on a community that like i absolutely support but like i don't want to be trying to hog the spotlight or like mm. be there if i'm not welcome or exactly. you know those sorts of things but i will say this about pride and of course every individual is going to have their own thought and feeling on this um but now more than ever be loud yeah, like be loud even yes. in your allyship like yeah, please yeah, contact true. your senators oh, if I'm you're in a state or you're in a country <laughs> where like there are these terrible are terrible things up. yes like there are these horrible anti-trans laws that are happening right now yeah. there's all the stuff that is just like 
despicable that's occurring right now Mm -hmm. so be loud offer shelter to those who need it if we get to that point contact people support organizations come to things like pride and yes like absolutely listen to people listen to their journeys listen to their stories listen to their experiences and don't feel like you know i mean yes like well i'm here and i'm straight and i'm going to tell you all about it (laughs) i knew i loved the opposite gender my whole life like of course but like i think very few people would actually do that Everyone is welcome at Pride. I would, and that's why I'm not invited. True. True. (laughs) If you want, look, if you want to come to, we can work this out. Everybody can come to Pride. (laughs) I'll figure out how to get all the cameras to go. I'll do it. Your computer is going to explode. (laughs) It's going to just explode. But, like, (laughs) honestly, the more the merrier. And, um,. Yes, I think it, it'll be a great time and showing visibility and passion for this is what matters, you know, and that in a space, especially in games where a lot of times people think like the minority, as it were, doesn't matter or like, you know, we shouldn't make games to cater to people or things like that. Right. I think showing that like we're all here in gaming and we support these things and we love these things and we want them in our games like that matters, you know, and Guild Wars 2 is so great with that. So it's actually good. Guild to Wars 2 is especially great with that. And I appreciate that about the game. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Okay. Um, but yeah, pl- yeah, the times there is on the forums. I'm gonna link it on. I'm gonna link it right now in the chat. Obviously, if you are listening to this afterwards, after the fact, um, the weekend, 18th and 19th, uh, and there are times and everything else. I'm not, I'm not gonna post the link in there because it will probably be pointless. Um, because oh no, actually, it's going out on YouTube. Anyway, it's in the chat. Uh, <laughs> go and look at it. Um, it's got all the info, times, everything else, but people are going to be out opening some LFGs. Don't do it otherwise, other than if you're like an event organizer and you're going to be able to join people. So if you, and this is a great time, On, in all honesty, I think this is one of the safer things, ways, probably one of the safest ways to engage community members, That especially if you've not been in these in these communities at all ever like this is gonna be one of the best ways to get involved for sure absolutely actually like go to these maps try and have a look at the lfgs um and get to know some people who potentially you could belong to some awesome communities there's so many within guild wars too um the welcome lgbtqi plus folks and like we do as like we all do i'm sure within our guilds and communities um you know we we tout them as very safe spaces for you to come and join us we've you know have many best and great friends that that ha- are in these communities with us so come and join us all um to celebrate on sunday if you want to like you said if, if you're an ally like just yeah get just get loud and do some things and make sure that you're wearing some rainbow stuff on, on when you're doing it because i will the wise words of jennifer lopez let's get loud and yeah <laughs> yeah anyway it's important it, it's appreciated like i i've got a lot i've got a lot of kids who are love this love this month so much and they're looking forward to you know celebrating and doing all the things and mm. i see how important it is to them and it's just it's just awesome i like the possibility for change and yeah there is a lot of shit that goes on other countries there's a lot of fridges there's a lot of uh, so much i and just like be talk about it at the very least it's very very we should we should be doing it and normalize shit because you know i mean i was talking on twitter i started to get really mad yesterday there's loads of talk about you know the 
um, Buzz Lightyear movie, and there's a mm. there's a um, same sex relationship. Like yeah, like they're the kiss yeah like people are like oh this shouldn't be in a kids movie and all this stuff i'm like kids movie they're teaching them about <laughs> relationships like it should be in the kids our kids movie. what are you talking yeah they're making our kids and i'm just like some of your kids are gay like that's cool <laughs> like what that's showing that that is a normal thing and that is okay really really early I wonder because like and they were talking about sexualizing it. it's like it's not sexualizing anything these are human relationships these are normal things your parents are doing like this is just like so let's normalize the fuck out of all of this make it a normal thing that the we double can standard just do. is wild it i is know it's so weird it just, it's like they're not they're not in lingerie doing a strip tease yeah, exactly <laughs> it's not like flipping, do you know what i mean no. like it's love it's no it's a relationship it's so funny because the only time that i hear about things being sexualized is from the opposition it's like yeah we're literally just people are just holding hands or they just kissed <laughs> like i don't know what's happening i didn't get anything sexual about it i mean other than i think people confuse sex and sexuality yeah, way too absolutely. often like okay well now we're yeah it's weird weird times and just i don't know i laugh at it so it's wild <laughs> yeah i mean i i get angry of it and i'm just i'm an ally like i can't even imagine like i can't i can only like i get <laughs> oh dear <laughs> like i just want to jump in the, into the comments and throttle people i'm like I'm really, <laughs> honestly i don't care i'm just like I'm, <laughs> if i could i would Sorry, crew. What? Moo -moo. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Dying over a comment uh, in the chat right that now. That rhyme scheme got me. I loved it. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. No, no. The Winnie the Pooh see through Moo Moo. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh is pants is twenty four seven. That's advertising. That that's making my kid. Sexual. Wanna be pants twenty four seven. Wanna be pants. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. I don't. This is totally, completely unrelated. But okay. um, actually, funnily enough, uh, I think it was Matthew Medina from Guild Wars Two who was the one who retweeted it that I saw. Um, if you're ever curious about what it's like trying to get things like this that are just no-brainers through censorship or through like children's networks, I think it was Alex Hirsch who did Gravity Falls okay. recently did a whole Twitter yeah. thread where. <laughs> He has these dramatic readings of actual exchanges that he had with Disney over, like, various things in Gravity Falls. One of which was, like, same-sex, like, a same-sex relationship that was, like, he wanted fully canonical, but um, it ended up, you know, being like, yeah, no, they're really good friends and then like lo and behold snr would get back and be like okay it's approved then if they're just like bros that's okay <laughs> <laughs> amazing so, there's all this stuff on there but it was so funny like when you think about some of the loopholes of representation or image and media um and even considering the blog post we had this week about casimir yeah. and Carrie, and it was an engagement you're all right and i am I'm not sorry. Burton Ernie. I can fully admit I'm wrong. I don't think. I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm I... not sorry. I'm so glad it's in the game. <laughs> I don't think that the narrative team has fully decided because, like, there was messaging of an engagement, both out of game and in game. But then some people were saying, like, this, like one of the developers was like vows for a wedding. So I'm like, I don't think they actually agreed on what. <laughs> there seems to be some mixed signals. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but there was a whole post about that and, uh, you know, how they yeah. even got their content implemented in Guild Wars 2. And uh, I thought that was really a great oh, read, especially man. in Pride Month. I have not read that. I've got to go read it. I've just not had time. It this is week. long. Oh, it okay. is long, Maybe but not it's that good. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, like, you know, you lot to read it until now. That was great. Uh, <laughs> I bet you love. I bet you love it when I do that on the podcast. Honestly, I like reading maybe talk about that those. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's oh, true. it's true. Yeah. Um, I think we'll do it. That will that will do it. Unless anyone wants to add anything. Yes, we do have many characters and many members, even just of a room that um within the community who are very, you know. They don't hide that. I don't think anything in the game is being hidden as to, you know, you know, we have this relationship which is like the forefront of Guild Wars 2's story in terms of representation, which is just very blatant, very there and very loud and very awesome. And right from the beginning too, like the Silvari yeah. race, for mm, example, uh, is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Exactly. So it's very cool. Um, and I think that's, you know, uh, a reason why we continue to... And this kind of, I'm going to pop a burnout thing in there as well. And I think that's one of the really good reasons why we don't probably get... We can get burnout in Guild Wars 2. Because in the title, it did say burnout. So I'll, I'll give drop a little bit of it bit in there as well. But like this is one of those games where you can be... You can feel like, you know, you can, it's like a family. You can come back, you can pop in and out, you can be gone for a while and you can come back and you know that there's these core values of, within the game that will always remain, no, no matter when, where they started. You know, they've been there from the beginning and as we have developed in the world and obviously, you know, hopefully and grown, they've grown as well and, like, they will continue to grow in a positive way. And if that's not always represented through the gameplay and through the balance or through the content within the game, you know that there are communities within it that you can feel safe, empowered, uh, and comfortable with. And that is one thing that always brings me back to Guild Wars 2. It will never fully burn me out in the game because I know I have the choice to engage with people who are awesome, like these three amazing people who I've met through a podcast, which I am very, very blessed to be a part of and to have them here um as they look around and think what the fuck is happening um even boots and <laughs> so i was trying to be i was trying to be as the kids say cringe for a moment um but like you know but I'm, i was being very genuine not think there um is that cringe it's beautiful i think so i know yeah. even for boots i am cringe even for yeah, i'm free <laughs> But yeah, so that, I will say that there's there's the uh, there's the burnout bit um, because actually, you know, one thing that has re-energized me in this game is talking to these people about it. Honestly, Aww. I think that's actually a very it really really has like it genuinely has given me the drive to continue to create content to continue to talk about it and also like how much I've learned just about myself and about other people like like LGBTQ. I mean, even just from like people we have in this stream, like loads of people, and like we had extra guests that we've had on, the new guests that don't have the platform to maybe be fully out there as much as they would like to, you know. And Harold, uh, who is just awesome and amazing, and and love love it when they By come the way, on. And everyone that comes. Yeah. On, speaking of which, it's on. always when I'm gone. I'd like to have some of them on when I'm here too, so I That's could actually true. say hi to them. Yeah, as but you're well. the only one who doesn't yeah. come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like I, I only replace people 
because I feel bad. Um, I mean, that's uh, fair. Also as well, when they're not here, <laughs> yeah, like, so like, we no, have no, a crew, no. and then like, Boots. yeah. I'll peace out a couple weekends. And no, then we can't have that. We I'll peace out. I'll peace out. No, 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 It's not happening. The world would collapse. I'll peace out and just do the tech. Oh, actually, oh that would work. <laughs> that one might be okay, yeah. I'm sure everyone would be happy if I wanted like, <laughs> What if we just created a network? Jeffrey's not going to ramble for like 20 yeah, minutes. Just give us, just give cool. us your stream key. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll just take it. We'll take it, Jeffro. Yeah, no, Jeffro, I, I think that... Um, I rival you in rambling, so you're good. Yeah, but you're your good. rambling is eloquent. Mine is just like there's, Yours a, is there's a piece of grass okay. over there. Whoa! I will say this. I will say this. Yes, you're both very eloquent in your rambling. No, I'm not. I feel like Rook has a more of a direction to her rambling. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Rook knows where to come. Jabba's like, well, I'm going. <laughs> well, the, thing is, the funny thing is, when I used to do PvP commentary, though, it was fine. Like, I was always fine, like, on a professional <laughs> level. But when it's on my channel, I'm just like, wow, there's everything in the world. And we could talk about it all now. <laughs> that is the Boots, way I am. Boots is very you do, you do free association, I think, Jebro, when you talk. Yeah. You just, it's you're very like, much a stream. Oh, now I'm talking about this word. Oh, more. in this ramble, I'm talking about this word. Now I'm going to start talking about this word. Because it, <laughs> I see value in everything. I don't know. It's weird. Like, yeah. I do it in counseling. It happens in counseling. I'm like, you know, and it helps clients for some reason. Like, they do it. So it's just, it's just a counseling. Because people it's get weird. blocked. They're like, I forgot what I was even thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, random. When you get, when you freely, Free association is a big therapy thing, like old school, mm. like especially. Mm. Anyway, anyway. Jebra, I love your rambling. I know I love it. I was just gonna say that's it. I like the I like the oh, free yeah. emotion, free free thought. It's all very good. And then Kruk comes in, just like knocks it out of the park with some really astute observation or an expression that kills me. And Boots, <laughs> I just love everything you do. Everything about oh. you is just a plus. And I love seeing oh. your painting today. It was so nice. It's it nice. very fun. You have good observations on the game. Yeah, like I wish to have more of Boots's succinctness. He's like, boom. It's almost yeah, like a boom. poem. It's like three lines, and you got the whole image. <laughs> you just drop it. It's so good. Also, I do need to see you as a child at a penguin. <laughs> yeah, we do need to find that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's if you are missing, every if you are missing context that we had the conversation before that may have been talked about while Boots had a quick AFK moment. Yeah, um, I, I definitely think that was in confidence. Um, I don't know. <gasps> The rules of well, confidence broken. I wasn't. So yeah. I didn't I did say not, it, so right. it was not my fault. <laughs> I never. I, did, I would never sign an NDA, and you can be in full confidence that I told people. Actually, it wasn't me. Technically. Oh, so if it wasn't me, and it wasn't proof. Well, it must have been. Right in the house. That was fun. Nice. Sorry. You can go back into the podcast and listen to that if you've popped in at the end. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> or not, or do. I mean, it's going to be there forever. It is the info is out there. We just don't have the proof, physical proof, other than your word, yep, which proof. I believe, by the way. Oh, I believe I believe every single thing that Boot says. You could tell me something completely absurd, and I would believe it. I want you to know that. It's because it's Canadian. Okay, hold on, let me think about it. Actually, that's what I do as a pastime. People find it you very tell the truth. <laughs> No, no, I, I like 
It's like, I like 90% to. of my in real life humor is saying something very stupid and ridiculous, but like very straight, saying it very, like with a completely you mean dry deadpan. Like to, yeah, deadpan, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, and figuring out how many of my friends know that I'm speaking out of my ass or not. I met, I met you in uh, PAX West, didn't I? PAX East. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we met right there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you oh my gosh. You're standing She's around like, oh, on the stage. I forgot you met. Stage. That's awkward. Oh, well, well, the thing is, is that it, there were two very different events that were happening. Like, I was commentating the World Tournament Series, and Boots was on the stage for the Heart Fawns launch. So it was like, I didn't meet, get to meet a lot of people because I was just there the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah. And I didn't even get to see... The, I saw the booth at the beginning and the end, like, before the show. Remember when I had to ask... Who your co-streamer was? Or Kalaris? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Kalaris was co-streaming massive. with you for it. It <laughs> was a massive streamer back then. No, no, not streamer. And I was like, and I was like, Kilaris. That's uh. So are you? Do you do stuff? What do you, are you do? You do a lot of the streaming stuff or something? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you didn't play, if you didn't play StarCraft, you weren't into yeah. esports, which back then, you know, wasn't a massive amount of people. Like, you wouldn't yeah. have known. You wouldn't have known. That's mm-hmm. okay. I don't think he, he hated you actually. That's good. That's <laughs> he good. did. It was like that. Every single cast we did, which was a lot, like around the world, it was like, remember that boost guy? I can't believe that boost guy. <laughs> Bastard. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we didn't do an intro, so we're going to do an outro. Um, thank you so much for watching. I hope you're all amazingly well and that you're having a great month and doing all the things. It is summer, so if you've got kids and they're just going on summer holidays, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our condolences. Yeah, but also um, I'm sure they're happy and maybe you like spending time with them as well, so also not sorry. But also... Kruf, tell us about yourself, what you do, where you do it, and ah. also an exit question. Hmm. What are you wearing on Sunday? Oh. <laughs> In game. What is the most what is the most LGBTQ pride thing you're gonna wear on Sunday? On your character oh or in my. stream. I'd have no One okay, article. Well... One article. Or the oh. entire outfit, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, well, hi, everyone. While I continue <laughs> to buy time and try to answer these questions in a slow way to find an answer to that last question, uh, I'm Kruf. You can find me uh, a lot on YouTube, where I am posting more generalized videos about Guild Wars 2. Very high-level, conversational-style videos. There's one that's on the Steam um, release, and there is one going to be produced about the Holy Trinity system and Guild Wars 2's history with that. And I also stream here on Twitch uh, throughout the week, Mondays for Final Fantasy XIV, and the rest of the days are usually for Guild Wars 2. And for what I'm going to wear on Sunday, I really, I want, maybe like, I could go edgy and... Is there an edgy pride? And, and do like, like the outfit? executioner outfit. I don't know. Oh, uh, um, okay. But there I guess the s- next safest bet would just be like, put on the Orin outfit. Or, like, a Choya Pinata type vibe. I feel like we might see a few Choya Pinatas uh, there. Nice. 
wow. like how you awesome. said arena outfit with all the disdain of like i guess like an absolute club <laughs> would do you can just put on like i was like i know rook's answer is going to be that so i was like yeah, no. no you could just do that i guess rook is just pride all year round honestly <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that um we're gonna go from the bottom <laughs> up hey um boots yourself, what you do where you do it and if you're coming on sunday then what will you wear for the pride march in uh, i think okay i think I, the gladiator chest plate at least oh, yes yes are you gonna show some nipple yeah I'm that, is the, one, that is the one that is the one i know the exact yeah. thing that you're talking about so yeah. gladiator chest plate definitely Ooh, diet black be. do a little do a little <laughs> yeah leather action you know how it is um there is some and... leather in that yes that's true yeah uh, so this is what you're wearing in real life and then in the game what are you gonna wear uh oh uh, in the game <laughs> a full-on habit you can show nipple as a male like as a like a male identifying streamer now that is okay is it yeah that seems like a double standard yeah I mean, Dude, that, is a, that is another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is another podcast. Um, Not as a female, no. Yeah, that's, that's what Boots is saying. And so anyway, uh, for... I yeah, I'm a, I do stuff on YouTube sometimes. I haven't for a little while because I've been gone. I've been gone for a month. Um, but I, I may or may not get back to trying to figure out some Boots by Build. So I'll try to get that on yeah. for you guys in the next four months let's say because there's a balance patch coming <laughs> oh, okay I'll, I'll wait until that four hits, months at least. when is the balance <laughs> patch mm. in two weeks oh perfect so i'll cool. start working after that uh <laughs> and uh <sighs> and i've been fishing on twitch for a very long time i'm, I'm level yeah. 40 now on my character that i'm going from level one to 80 just mm -hmm. by fishing uh after that I where think are I'm you gonna... at the moment what level are you 40 cool Nice. Yeah, I'm halfway there. It. Ooh, I'm halfway. Okay, and then he can't sing anymore, so don't do that. <laughs> I can't. Not him. Oh, no, no, you, no, you can sing. DCMA, DCMA. Yeah, he can't sing. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no, that's not why. <laughs> no, yeah, it's because it's I'm that really good. worried you that you're going to get. Oh right, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a happened before. Absolutely. Yeah, I have <laughs> the voice of an angel, uh, Bon Jovi, to be example. Uh, and uh yeah so fishing i think after i level my fisher to 80 holy shit something just fell down outside there's a big wind i gotta go look at whatever that was that looked like a tree oh, uh, no. after that i think i want to <laughs> level up a character only through exploring <laughs> are you just going through your guild wars to future like what you want to do in yeah, the yeah, game? yeah 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 oh sorry podcast. is this an outro this or is, is this just outro. me talking well, oh. i don't know i mean it, it can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> then i guess i'm trying to f i'm just trying to find the nipple Oh, no, actually, I'm not convinced that the nipple is available. Or babies. I'm trying to find the nipple. It's like, yeah, there's a little window there, no? Is that a window to the nipple? Window. It yeah. could be. Is I that... mean, there's a lot exposed up oh, in there. Oh, there you go. There you go. That it's one. Very oh, yeah, there's a little, that one's you know, cool. little triangle nipple. That's all right. This one's I like the strappy one nipple. more, though. It tastes like I sweat like and orange. That would titty out. 
I would sit out too. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah, also I do host of really, Ascalon. I, I enjoyed that there was a lot of silence during that specific moment. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just La even the music um... went down in the game, and it was just like I want to hit it out. Can you show us the side? Sure. What's the side boob situation like on yeah. this one? Yeah, but it's non-male. Yeah, that's pretty Cyber good. Cyber 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 too. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so yeah, also I've got a host of Ascalon. <laughs> I did one last week. I think it got released already. Uh, so go check nice. that out with uh, Alona. And cool. that's it. That's me. Okay. Uh, what you? Oh right, sorry. You're wearing this on Sunday. The chest piece. The chest piece. Only the chest piece. <laughs> cool. I, don't even... I love this. I love this for you. Yeah. No, nope, nice. Okay. Maybe a scarf too, and a scarf. Yeah, for when it gets so cold. You don't get cold. Scarf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the scarf's gonna cover it, but we'll we'll see. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you, Beast, for joining us as well as ever. Welcome back as well to both of you. I know both. Thank of you. you. Um. Yes, and then uh, our last, but certainly not least, it is Jebro Unity. <laughs> Sorry, Wait, Rookery. <laughs> Wait a minute. Fantastic. Uh, Rookery. Time. Legend. Uh, what do you do? Where do you do it? And also, yesterday, Rookery was on the Crown Channel as well. I will announce that very <gasps> quickly. Oh my hey goodness. You I were was... there, Kroof. How did you forget about it? I was going to do it in the I beginning. I forgot to do it in the beginning because we didn't do an intro. So I'm going to celebrate oh uh, Rook very quickly. Uh, <laughs> because we do that here. That's what we do. We celebrate our friends. Um, Rook was on the Crown Channel yesterday, which is very awesome. And one, I don't know what that meant, but I was a bit confused. But like, you were the best one or you, people put things in chat and you got some shout outs at the end, which was very cool and well deserved. But it was like, it was awesome. You got to talk and like, get introduced to a bunch from new awesome people on uh, on Twitch through the Crown Channel community because they're awesome as well. And if you don't know much about Crown, Crown Net, like came over to Guild Wars 2 as well and did some bits and bobs. Um, and yeah, it was really nice to see you on there. So well done. Good job. Like, that was awesome. And you did very well as well. Good stuff. And thank you to everybody who made it. Um, except for Boots. Who I didn't even know about it. You didn't tell me. It was a tweet. Oh. <laughs> Jebro and Kroof, thank you so much for being there to support I'm trying me. Trying to disconnect from social um, media right no, now. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Don't. I'm just no, teasing you. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Oh my gosh, I honestly, genuinely was just happy that even a single human being showed up because my worst nightmare when they told me there was a vote at the end was that like everybody would have forgotten that I had said that there was a stream and then I'd just be there alone. Like, I swear I have friends on the internet, guys. I swear. <laughs> um, uh, I, d I did some consecration and people, I sometimes watched it, uh, but no, it was wonderful and you were all very lovely and thank you for the support if you made it and if not, you can catch the VOD as well um, and yeah, I guess with the vote that uh, I'll be featured, the little thing that I did at the end will be featured on a couple Crown Channel shows, so if you see me pop up um, that's why, so it'll be a good time but thank you, that was awesome um, and yes, I'm Rook you can find me at Rookery R-O-O-K-U-R-I on Twitch, on YouTube, on Twitter with an underscore after it, Instagram as well. Um, so wherever I am, I'm probably talking about MMOs, having a good time, vibing it up, goofing around, uh, talking about things that we have no idea how we got there to talk about them. 
Um, even on the Crown Channel show last night. Yeah, was there was a lot of talk about romancing gnomes. No, yeah, so like, I don't know. I don't know if Keebler Elf is a gnome, know, but yes. Why don't more conversations end up about romancing gnomes? That's a good question. I think those are the real questions we should be I don't asking. Know. You didn't play WoW long enough. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, actually. That's true, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or like D&D. Like norm, like a norm. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> nope, that's it. That's me. The end. I have nothing else to say because you all cracked me up so much that I feel like I just, I, there's nothing else that I could possibly say Or you've forgotten that, that, you know, you should probably say your Twitch channel name. I did say it, Oh, did? Jebra. Sorry. Oh, wait, you were making me oh, laugh. Yeah. You were making me laugh too much as well. I just gave you the opportunity to say it again, so you missed out me, on that. Uh, on two channels, uh, at Kroof underscore and at Boots. Oh, aka World Enders underscore as well. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. So go check those channels out. Okay. <sighs> I'm Jebro, twitch.tv slash Uni, and this is where the Lightbringers podcast is on. Unless I say it's not going to be on. It is back. We haven't been here for a couple of weeks because of graduation and all the things. Um, and Oh, did I miss the 40th or the 50th episode? Yes, you did. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Sorry, Boots. I am sorry about that, but it yeah, was fun. Go watch it. It was fun. We had a really Jebra good time. Jebro gave each of us $50. Yeah, we got I... so much money. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I gave you money? <laughs> a lot of it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like how I'm the student here. I gave money to people. Are we supposed to be giving you money for doing this podcast? <laughs> Is that what's supposed to be happening here? That's our battle pass. We had to pay for a battle pass yes. to get on the podcast. <laughs> yep. Um, Twitch.tv slash Jebrouni if you want to come and watch and listen to Lightbringers. Uh, Lightbringers views in recent weeks, last couple of episodes, episodes like they have jumped up. I'm not sure where this Why is being you advertised. Keep saying that every time I'm not on because the algorithm is slapping when Boots isn't here. That's every not what I mean. Really. Period. Literally, there's episodes on... where you're there and like they've got massive views as well. But it, it, no, 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 no. Go to the footage. Go to the footage. Last time I was on. You said our previous episode was the most viewed episode ever. It was. And it was like, another one I wasn't on. if I say on. that every single week, every single time, then it's a good thing because it gets people to come and watch it. I'm, it's not an insult to you. I say it every time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm trying yeah. to get sure, people. It's marketing. Sure, sure. Uh, okay. Sure. All right. Well, yeah. y'all want to talk about SEOs, you, backlinking. You, you could just not come, and then the whole thing would be like, you know, not no. as fun. I guess. Blow up. It would blow up. You have like no, the best. No, no, no. I just said, and it wouldn't be as fun. By the way, yeah. Just in case you oh. missed that. Um, okay. And never is as fun. You're always, always Stop. welcome here. Yeah, of course you are. Um. But yeah, that's been the podcast. Uh, go and check it out. There has been like the audio versions as well. Like they're all good. They're all very equal in views and listens. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, seriously, it's been awesome. Uh, I think this is episode twelve. I'm just checking. Yeah, and it's been about again everything. <laughs> I, I really hate it sometimes when I have to go through these episodes and chapter them. Mm. It's a nightmare. It's actually the worst because I have to because it's we talk about so many different things. I'm like, how do I round out like 20 minutes of conversation? And sometimes it's just like Kroof says a thing. Rookery does something over there. 
Like, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know anymore. So go check it out. Um, I also stream mostly at weekends now. Maybe an extra day or so during the week because uh, uni is done. And I also passed my licensure exam, which is an extra thing on top of the graduation. So it's been the whole week of like, <gasps> boom, boom, boom. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, very fucking welcome. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Please make sure you celebrate Pride this month. Uh, celebrate Pride interior and in the games you play wherever you can and uh, talk up for the people around you in and everything. Uh, we've got Juneteenth coming up next week as well. Uh, I love this month. It is good times. I will see you soon on the stream as well with these bunch of lovely people. The game crimes. And we'll be back. I'm we're pretty sure we're gonna be back next week. And we might go with one of we might go with the Guild Wars 2 uh flow idea. I like kind of I kind of want to get into that. The flow of Guild Wars 2. How how it flows. I won't now. be here next week. Oh cool. there'll be Aww. so many views on that I'm episode. I actually won't be here. Well, no, actually in the afternoon I will. Probably. Maybe? I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. I'm spending well, time with a friend who's we're... moving away, so I'm spending as much time with him as possible. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Do that. Do that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But we'll just get on, like, we'll get, Boots, you can put in a request for people that you've missed that, to be on the podcast that you would like to do the podcast with. If you're, well, you're going to be if, here next if week. If and Proof are not going to be here, then I think I just won't show up. <laughs> Rip Jebro! Oh shit! <laughs> shit! I I would I would actually oh, like not be surprised if that was the thing. Okay, okay, wait, I gotta check. I gotta say check. That, that, I don't that say episode, that episode. It's okay when we start. Oh, they're all talking to each other. I'm just quiet, like like in the corner. It's okay. We love you, Jebro. You brought us together. It's okay. It's okay. We love you so much. We just also no. really love teasing you. No, I'm I'm not coming next week either. <laughs> I'm gonna get all I my currently, favorite other I people. I currently do not have, as far as I could tell, like, ooh, wait, no, the 24th. Hold on a second. You can do I this later. I love that stream is actively getting our normal PM discussions of when our availability yes. is. <laughs> just right now, live in the moment. Like, you know, we might as well do it now. You got some awesome <laughs> I'll just get. I'm gonna get Oscotch. Oscotch is, is is in the stream. Is, was a legend. Glenn as well. Glenn's yeah. coming back. Glenn's like, really? oh, Glenn's Glenn. Glenn back yes. Yes. Well. yes. Otter and Glenn. Otter and Glenn. Period. Those two. Yeah. Watching, mm -hmm. so I actually. So, I actually literally do have a meeting until 3 p.m. that day. Oh, no. Boom. Boots uh, is gone. Jabro, get new people. Gone. Get new I'm people. Getting, Although I can, if you, if you start late, I can make it back in time. No, probably. I'm not starting late. <laughs> start <laughs> mega late. It depends. No, 3 p.m. my time. We'll see. 3 my we'll time. see. Well, wait, that is like pretty much the same time. Yeah, exactly. It's, it ends when this starts. I just have to get from somewhere back here to anyway. Okay. All right. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe like I'll tag this on the podcast and everyone else can like enjoy our conversation about how you need to transition from one place to another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's going to We can talk fun. about that. Yeah. I loved it. I podcast. thought it was riveting. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> we'll see you next time on the Good or Sweet podcast. The Light Brings episode 50. Fucking, I have no idea anymore. Enjoy your Let's life. Let's just call it episode 50. Enjoy, so that, you know, yeah, episode 50.1. Because Boots go. missed it. Because Boots is not dedicated to the course. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> later!
<laughs> if, I, if I don't do anything else, if I like say anything more, then it's gonna be a mess. Yeah. It wasn't already. Be a mess. So I'm gonna do oh, this. Happy Pride, mother flippers. Be gay, do crimes, and we'll see you next time on the Lightbringers podcast, episode 53. Next time, and I will see you soon. Come join us all on Sunday as we walk around in interesting armor for Pride. Do it. Join us. See you soon. And wear hats. Whee! Be gay, wear hats. Be gay, wear hats. Be gay, do anal. <laughs> <laughs>